0: tissue welcome to (laughs) let's talk about gay stuff (laughs) we're the podcast where we talk about gay stuff and discuss lgbtq plus history and maybe we'll cry this is why i guess i need a tissue (laughs) have an issue here's a tissue Incredibato. <laughs> we are Thomas, Kendall, Dusty, and Dusty is here. <laughs> Dusty is going to give us our uh, his special segment between the covers. We're going to go Woo-hoo. between the covers, the covers with Dusty, and talk about the book The Gunkle by the Gunkle. Stephen Rowley. We're also going to talk about uh, Rich, Richard Simmons. <gasps>
1: yeah, I'm so excited. Did, did you just out him?
0: We have not We'll we'll talk about that. Because I well, I mean, leave we, that man's perm alone. Well, I it's I feel like good, it's though. worth talking about him. I mean, Queen Latifah came out uh, what two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's about time." So I feel like it's never too late. You know, if Richard Simmons ever decides to publicly come out, we're gonna be like, "Well, duh." So, <laughs> speaking of no does, CBD treats for your dogs. <laughs> A recent Gallup poll shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. And while we're growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects our stress can have on our little pets according to a recent study there's a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs and if you're a dog parent you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling we're always working to reduce our own stress in any way we can but what about the anxiety we may have passed passed on to our dogs okay baked bones they have a solution cbd has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. And Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human grade ingredients and full spectrum hemp oil their bones may offer some some relief to your anxious pup. You can check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and the other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25 and you can save 15% using the promo code GAYSTUFF15 Baked Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas Baked Bones is now available in Man Ready Mercantile, which is a store based in Houston and in Austin, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all of its profits to no kill shelters in the U.S. Baked Bones, Baked Dogs Happy. Whoa. There we go. Oh, was... It's always fun to hear when like some of our friends that listen to the podcast and they're like, I ordered the Baked Bones, and they work really well on my dog. I'm like, well, yeah, that's why we. That's why we work with baked bones. It's because... a human grade
1: ingredients. Mm-hmm. Oh, you use them for yourself. <laughs> They're supposed to be for the dog.
0: But hey, whatever. What's going on, ladies? Whatever Anyth- gets me through the day. <laughs> anything fun? Anything? Anything gay happening this last week? Mm.
1: It's my gay anniversary today. Oh
0: yeah, ah, you got married. Like I remember, you popped the the news to us on the podcast. Like we even. I mean. If you don't know When we record this podcast We usually spend about an hour Just like bullshitting And like Oh what's been going on And Kendall didn't even share that news with At the time It was Tony Was was recording the show with us And um, Between Tony and me and, and Spence In the background We were all just like chatting And then We're recording Doing this kiki And he's like Oh yeah I got engaged We're like what And so here you are A year later Y'all didn't even know I was dating
1: I'm <laughs> It's true A mysterious woman of the night
0: Yeah You just uh,
1: Wait that's a prostitute Wow <laughs>
0: yeah. No, same tomato <laughs> tomorrow I'll take so, it. as long as you get money as long as you're getting paid girl um yeah I mean and it, like in sad news though this week like there was a man and um, mm. a 24 year old man in Spain he was beaten to death uh during pride weekend uh Samuel Luis. uh' really sad I mean because uh, he, hear me out right so we often get like pushed back because we are <laughs> Flying our rainbow mm-hmm. flags all 30 days of June, proud of Pride, like lots mm-hmm. of like, or Pride, we're having fun. This is an important time. Uh, we remember the history, and I think some of our straight allies, even our allies, may be like, okay, we get it, you're gay. Like why? <laughs> we'll get over the gay thing. And people that aren't allies, like definitely have no time for us. But Pride is important mm-hmm. because. Shit's still going down with yeah, like like this. this. Yeah. I mean, this poor boy. I mean, and in front of people, 14. like
2: if it was one of those incidents where like people are watching it's happening, and they're it's. Well, he was FaceTiming a friend, mm-hmm. and, then they and they assumed he was, he was recording, recording him. Them. Yeah,
0: and we all thought this was like. I mean. In the, in the context of the U.S., we talked, like, recently in this past, like, it's, we just hit, like, the 25th anniversary of, like, Paul Broussard's beating mm-hmm. here in Houston, yeah, uh, which we've talked about on this podcast. And, you know, Matthew Shepard, oh, those things don't happen anymore. They're still happening, even if they're not happening in the U.S. It's, I mean, yeah, we it's someone more... got lucky, right, that it didn't happen in the U.S. I mean, what's to say it wouldn't? I mean, we get plenty of hate messages on our posts uh, especially our advertisements about um about, about our podcast so i mean for this this to happen in spain i mean spain's not a it's not uganda right yeah i mean it's a, pretty... it's a progressive country mm-hmm. um Ish. albeit catholic but it's still i mean they've, they i think they had no uh, i can't say that with certainty that they had gay marriage before we did but um yeah for it to be uh,
2: I feel they would be progressive. I mean, I, do, I don't. Again, I have no clue, but European. I feel that they would be a little bit more open and liberal and progressive and cosmopolitan. Maybe I'm but wrong, but you, you would think. I mean, yeah.
0: I mean, they they there are plenty of gay men in in Spain. Uh, so <laughs> if you've ever been, well, you used to. I mean, you know, you used to be. At yeah, Spain. I was a
1: flight attendant for years. It was my only route to Madrid. This. So I would. This. <laughs> this man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he had the best gig in the world. And every week he'd be like, got to go to Spain. Goodbye. I'm like, mm, okay. Uh, this was at the time. I was thinking about this, too, because, I mean, we keep urging if she's listening. We're sending her vibes. Martha, to like, move back to Texas. Um, but uh, um, I was like, just then. I was like, and we'll promise that Kendall won't move this time. Because when Martha moved to Virginia, uh, like two weeks later. No, as she was driving up, Kendall was like, hey, I got a job. and I have to go to Spain for... <laughs>
1: Coincidence? We'll never know
0: <laughs> For six weeks for training And then he's like, and I'm going to be gone every week pretty much to- <laughs> You had the sweetest gig though What was that gig?
1: I worked for an Irish airline Called Aer Lingus Not Analingus <laughs> When I applied and showed every up I, it, comp- I, like. I was like, oh, where, do I Air pull- lingus- where do I pull my
0: pants down? <laughs> yeah, but I got Not a job come prepared for that.
1: um, well, Maybe that's
2: why you got
1: And then had training in Dublin for Eight weeks and then Um I would go to Madrid for once or twice a week, and then sometimes I'd be there for four or five days. So, uh, on my layover, I'd go to like London or Dublin or Brussels. I went to it was fun, but see, Europe is it's both progressive and it could not be suddenly down the wrong street, right? You know,
0: but I mean, that was it's It's
1: like saying New York is 100% safe for the gays, it's really Mm -hmm. not, Mm -hmm. You know, it's pockets. But there were many times in Madrid I was like, it does not, it feels shady.
0: I've never been to Madrid. I've been to Barcelona. I had to do that. Yeah, now. and
1: Madrid's a capital. Capital's always more conservative,
2: right. so. I've been to a lot of Mexican restaurants. See. That's about it. Bottomless. <laughs> or, Well, I was Well, there, so. I mean, what, the one thing
0: that I was excited about uh, Kendall going every, basically every week is he'd bring back some wine, which was like 75 cents. The but, cheapest wine. But it was good.
1: But in first class, we'd serve um, wine, and people were like, oh, that's really good. Can I see the label? And I would show them, and the whole time I hold them, I'm like, this is at a, I buy this in Spain for 75 cents, literally, at the grocery store, <gasps> because they have hundreds and hundreds of different types of wine, because it's so common there, oh, that the that cheap, true. you can find bottles, I found them for 49 cents, the that's same, insane. yeah, and two liters of sangria, For 75 cents.
0: That's one thing I do, like, now that I think about it, I should have taken time off to, like, go on a trip over there while you had a free hotel. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Why didn't I do that? Dumb. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's not what we're talking about, Spain. This poor kid, though, I mean, getting murdered, Mm -hmm. and just another reminder that our community is constantly under threat of violence. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, look at the trans murder rate in this country. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I, there's still LGBTQ violence here. I mean, people will yell. Again, I mentioned the Facebook post, but people will yell "fag" at the door. I mean, it's. I don't feel at like... your door. To, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've, they've yelled at Spencer and I holding hands down the road.
1: At this door in this house. Not at this door. Oh, okay. No, because you had a flag.
0: Mm. Well, we do have. Be I mean, I had, a, I had a I had an inspector come for the house, like on a permit, and I was like, should I take the Flag I, down, it's I one of these things that I I, yeah. I was wondering. Like, it crossed my mind because I'm like, these inspectors aren't generally like the most like, progressive, yeah. so I'm like, should I take this down because then he's gonna fail my inspection because he's like, well, or make it harder to or pass? Or you could have passed from it, mm. okay? No hey. If it was a, I passed a inspection or two with, with those skills, <laughs> if you know what I mean. We're a proud community, though. I mean, we just, it, it, like I said, it just goes back to, um this senseless murder that we have to keep fighting we have to be united though i mean mm-hmm. and it, it's easy i think these days for us to start to fragment um because i mean and you hear it all the time like and are the l and g and b of the community um don't always uh see aren't always fighting the same fight as yeah. the t the right um because you've got uh you know we've got gay rights but i mean, as, lgb lgb i mean we're still yes we can still get fired from our jobs well no not necessarily yeah um but get kicked out of our homes not yeah, there's be allowed a lot in of we don't have uh, yeah. but the trans folks have it worse and i i feel like uh, the lg and b aren't always up to the task of fighting for our trans uh siblings
2: no no,
1: no. and it's um well right now they're really taking it from the a few years ago, it was a bathroom bill. Now it's mm-hmm. the... We talk about it all the time, but it's very important to keep talking yes. about it. These stupid laws where Florida either passed or tried to pass a law that teachers should have the right to inspect a child's genitals to make sure that they're... How uh, humiliating. Did you hear
2: that? Uh, no, but as a teacher, I would, I would never want... To make sure they're on the right sports team.
0: Because I, I just... No The fucking Texas legislature
2: The government I can't even imagine When I can't imagine what, what person is gonna be like Yeah pulled in, I, Who would willingly accept The position to inspect An underage oh, person A lot of Republican men That's it blows my mind because I'm like I would never step up to only do that. to
0: humiliate you
2: and say you exactly need to be your you're
0: place. in the I, but the, the Texas legislature the state uh, of Texas is on the same path. I mean they opened up mm-hmm. a special session which is only supposed to be done I think for extraordinary circumstances and none of the agenda items have anything to do with anything extraordinary. One of the items is making sure that kids uh, that are playing sports uh, are playing the sports with which the with the birth which they were assigned or the the gender with which they were born with so assigned at assigned birth, yeah. at birth. Yeah, so it is, uh, um, I mean, it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. the, the grid, uh, the energy grid, That the, the, <laughs> the fact that we can't get freaking power and the uh, most oil and gas rich mm-hmm. uh, state in, in the U.S. that we take pride in. Um, and we, we take pride in Texas that we don't uh, have the same energy policy as California. We're not addressing that. We're talking about trans kids <laughs> and making sure that yeah, trans it's kids don't compete in no, the, it's very, the wrong, quote unquote, the wrong sport.
1: The U S right now is going through every few decades we go through this conservative swing Mm -hmm. and this is one of the most drastic I've seen throughout history to where it's really almost like a Taliban type Texas passed um, today. I think it was to where the abortion enforcers, you can sue an abortion clinic or someone who gets an abortion, and the state will give you ten thousand dollars for doing that, it's just, it, so that the citizens or the enforcers—that is some um, handmaid's tale. It
2: is. That's some vigilante, like just random Taliban person almost. down the street.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very scary. And actually, the whole world is becoming—it's going through a global conservative streak, mm-hmm. which is what happened before World War One and World War Two. It's mm-hmm. actually very scary. It's not just the U.S.
2: And I think that's why it's like the super like trans and like those those communities, because there was like, okay, gay, they're not comfortable with it, but it's more widespread, I feel. So now we have to funnel it down to the smaller, more, you know, what do you call it, specified, and I think that's why they're receiving the brunt of it, because they're the most different, the weirdest, the most... You know that let's focus it all on that. It it
0: calls into question like there's uh, I think some the economists that co- yes, call it yes. like the the McDonald's uh, theory. Like any country with a McDonald's won't isn't willing to necessarily go to war with each other because there's if you have a McDonald's mm-hmm. ch- your your economy has evolved your society has evolved enough that like you don't you have a lot to lose if you go to yeah. war right and so it uh, but it is calling the question this this aspect of that because I feel. um yeah, here in the U.S., uh, I, I don't know where this this ends, but there's a lot of angst.
1: They've just started. I, think, yeah, this I is think all sadly. just I think it's... beginning. It's actually very frightening. Um, mm-hmm. Tucker Carlson, the biggest Republican push right now is to put cameras in every single public classroom so that teachers can't teach critical race theory. So they're passing laws to inspect kids' genitals. They're passing... Um, laws to put video or trying to to put video cameras in the classroom it's oh and they're all saying to invite the, the
0: marxist and communist ways of the liberals right and which, they can't even
1: define marxism mm-hmm. right
0: but it, it, it's so backwards that's why you know you were texting me this stuff the other day i'm like it, it's a circular nonsensical argument to me because it's like oh we're trying to protect our freedoms so therefore we can squash protests which is what they said yeah. in in florida right we They can, are
1: freedoms not everyone's freedoms. They're not trying free- to protect yeah, their freedom, freedoms. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is, then say that. Don't say it. it's everyone's. We're trying to protect America. You're not trying to protect America. You're trying to protect your own freedoms. Oh, I don't do, really that's think my, they're, they're my pretending point is to do that Just, anymore. just say that. Um, I don't know. It, it's, uh, it's scary. It's... Hopefully we'll get through it. Uh, I don't know. It's... I think here's what I I think it's important for us to continue to be visible and out and mm-hmm. to prove to folks that you know to dispel the stereotypes that are out there but it's not easy I mean again we'll talk about Richard Simmons who's not out but everyone just presumes he's same, gay right yeah, so yeah. um I don't know it, it, but it is important for people to, for that visibility to be like oh cuz people love we'll talk again, we'll talk about him in a little bit Richard Simmons some people like when they hear he's gay, they're like, Oh, I don't want anything to do with it But I think there's a good chunk of folks that are like, Oh, well if he's gay then I'm cool with that. Like yeah. gay people aren't so bad. So and whether it's gay Well it's the
1: chunky folks that loved him. <laughs> it's true. He gave him a career.
0: <laughs> so whether it's gay, lesbian, trans or now we've or got chunk. uh abrosexual what is that
2: well there's a oh abrosexual dusty what is that i have it pulled up it says basically because i i was confused i could not understand it says people experience a fluid sexual orientation so basically it can be fluid but not just like as far as sexuality but like any kind of gender aspect so basically they can go between bisexuality homosexuality heterosexuality pansexual asexual demisexual basically if you're abrosexual you can experience any one of these other spectrums at any time and at varying intensities through your life so you might be like a little this or you might be like a lot this it's just I don't know and it's different
1: from pansexuality because because
2: why? well I was looking at the demisexual because I think it includes those other smaller segments so it's asexual and which are impor- yeah which are important but it's it's not oh, okay. it's not so much sex and gender it's or it's not so much gender it's more sexuality so it includes everything so it's basic I don't see it, like you were saying earlier it's almost like couldn't anybody almost be this? It just depends on the relationship you're in, the the phase you're in in life, the person you're I mean, attracted to. I it's guess just, it's, that's a different term for sexually fluid. I don't. Know. I think I that's, that's kind of is. what it seems, but I think it it deals it encompasses sex and gender, and and, and not and, just and, one, and not having sex, right? Exactly. Which is, yes. which is I
0: think, this pan uh, pansexual. To your point, like they'll have sex with. Oh, okay. Uh, I gay, think that's, yeah. Uh, they'll have sex with men, women, men. Which is a bisexual, right? Mm -hmm. But a pansexual also have sex with a trans woman
2: or a trans man, right? So that's... Because it's genderless. And demisexual
1: is someone who's attracted to Demi Lovato's new haircut. Which,
2: you know what? And if you watch the Legend... I'm glad you brought this up because I... (laughs) Demi's hair, I like them with the long hair. But on Legendary, Brad and I are addicted to this show on HBO Max. If you don't watch it, then I'm sad for you. But they were on there, and they had it, and the entire part was jeweled, and I think that's going to be my new thing. Oh, okay. Knew, it's, it was fabulous, so. Well, somebody said online that her haircut looks they, like well, the Pepsi no, logo. No, he's saying they, so they. Uh, that, Demi's pronouns they. are they. Oh, okay. And it does it does look like the Pepsi logo, but if that's what, pe- then I'm, but I've always liked Pepsi more than Coke anyway, so. There you go. I'm a Pepsi sexual, I guess. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Add um, that P to the list. But no, demisexual is, you, you will only be sexual- after a deep, go ahead.
1: <laughs> Penetration. <laughs> That's dinner.
2: After a deep, uh, like uh, emotional connection. There's no so no hookups. So no. And
1: intelligence is scolio sexual. I have no clue. There's a lot. There's and a I'm lot. not making fun of that. No, because, because I'm...
2: there it's you do whatever you want. It's just. Well, I think gender. Uh, not gender. Well, gender and
1: sexuality is. I don't think there's more any. than just gay or straight.
2: Oh, or definitely. Or even I totally agree. Yeah,
1: but that list of letters. I told you, I just we need a word. Symbols. We need a word. Yeah, it's going to be it's it's so like long.
2: Prince. It's we're just going to. Maybe that's what we need. We need a symbol, and that's what it needs to be. And I mean, well, the people formerly that? known as LGBT. The people
0: I'm symbol. <laughs> See what is That's that why. I well, leave. there's a. I'm pride. The middle
1: borough in England. There was a like a town council that voted. What do we call those people? <laughs> Them. <laughs> um. Not in a disrespectful way, yeah. But they voted. They voted on several different iterations. They voted. Should we call them LGBTQ plus? Should we call them? This was the runner up. Okay, no, this is too, this is ridiculous.
2: LGBTQQIP2SAA. See, but that's just. I mean, like, that's lie like I said earlier. I mean, I. I have a lot of you know. I have to remember my driver's license number. I don't know my bank account number. How am I supposed to remember that? Exactly.
0: Well, how do you expect any ally?
2: That's what. Well, yeah, and that's what I feel bad for. Like, if you're in the community, you can say whatever you want, but give and, them an and a. fuck. It up. It doesn't matter. But yeah, it, that's I why mean, I think, so that's we what, can
0: make fun of it. But if someone straight person were like, whatever, y'all, alpha- I think
2: dim. I, it does. I think that is. I think that is what it is. What you, if you're in the community, because that goes back to the other words like the the F word. Yeah, yeah, and so that's why I use queer. To me, it's an umbrella. Yeah. It well, we, involves anybody that's not "quote unquote" white Republican normal. I agree. That's why I use it, and I feel comfortable. But I know not everybody does. But I think but, that's why I we mean, need a, a, we, just we, one word. I typically
1: of, say non-straight. We
0: we yeah. we. I don't I like to say one. do it to ourselves, but I mean we 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 do it to ourselves. Which I what I guess that's an oh asexual? that's another
1: sexual term. Uh, no. Is that, well, monosexual. But I mean, I mean, really for instance,
0: thing? we had the rainbow flag, and then we've added. I'm not every now and more aspects to the flag, right? We've now we have added trans giant. and people of color.
1: Well, that's the flag industry making us buy a new flag every year <laughs> flag. to keep the flag industry afloat.
0: <laughs> did, did you flag? say flag or... F- oh, I don't use it. Works, tomato tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it it, it it makes it hard for us to be like, you should
2: respect us and then... what um, starts
1: to look ridiculous. And it's all true. It's the terms...
2: That's the thing is, I think it's like, it's everybody's valid, but that's where but it changes so i mean like we just got a different because now i read you're not supposed to say it's not a new flag it's another flag yeah so you can't even say it's a new flag it's another flag right. but we just that was like 2020 and now it's 2021 there's another one so i mean i it's almost like like you said like
0: well i mean but as soon as we so say pride hard. then we're like like we're doing with the rainbow flag well uh-huh. we need to specify like because our our siblings of color are exactly having, you know our issues right uh or or not they're not having issues society is having issues society, against them yeah. uh we need to make sure we raise their voices so we would be, be pride poc right and then it's like oh well you know we also need to uh give it would it would be the, if we gave ourselves one unified mm-hmm. term we would have i think it's just we'd have to add some other things to That's like we're doing we now
2: one word like I said potato. No, but, but I'm
0: telling a word. you, A word would not suffice because we had a flag and that su- flag did not is not sufficient Well, it because- also
1: covers gender and sexuality which is not because you could be trans and straight. Yeah. Yeah. That's you could be end. gay and trans. So what this Middleborough Council, Council voted on was to be LGB anti which is lesbian gay bisexual no, and I think trans- that's your, trans- your transgender. Your
2: lesbian I I see, I hear anti and I hear like you're you're anti. Like I yeah. don't I'm like you're a little anti lately. Oh, lesbian. well, auntie. they're
1: British, so maybe the accent makes it a little clear. I don't know, maybe it sounds better. <laughs> the <say> aunt-
2: <laughs> But they did that to separate um, transgender from sexualities.
0: Which is it is right. That makes, I mean, it,
2: yeah, because you can be, like you said, if you're a trans woman attracted to men, you're not gay. You're just, yeah, I mean, so I, I can understand the distinction there. But well,
0: we, we must also understand our L, G, and B community that are... We are where we are because of the the, exactly. the transgender community.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that long one well, I just said part that I don't too. have the strength nor the time to say again. <laughs> one of the A's was androgynous? Yeah. But androgynous doesn't have anything to do with anything other than a look. That's
2: a yeah, that's like Tilda Swinton. I don't know. You know what? Do we got a solution? It's just here? it's I, I I think we just need a word. That's what I said. That's why I didn't. What's your word? Well, I say queer. That's why I say queer cuz queer to me is anything that is because I think abnormal is a negative word So I think anything that's Outside of the norm so it, yeah. it covers To me personally Dusty It covers sexuality and gender anything that is Not is, of the is that
0: how you identify
2: I would say queer. I mean well I say Gay as far as sexuality But I say queer to refer To myself as far as like because that Includes like to me that includes like any Like uh, Gender specific norms or thing that I don't buy into Like nails and make like like you know, like nails, body care. Like yeah. So uh, to me, because like there's like you know colors, and I don't I don't buy into any kind of gender norms or anything like that. So that to me is the queer part. But gay to me means I like the D. <laughs> LGBTQD. That that's what. Yeah. But
0: well, you like the term queer.
1: It's easier. But I have been say... calling me
0: Twitter, queer since 2008. Hey, get over here, <laughs> queer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And you came, <laughs> Did. yeah, literally and figuratively until, until until after the second until year.
0: <laughs>
1: I just say whatever it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I think we. I mean, we have to be accepting. I mean, I know we're yeah. making jests, but especially to our straight allies who are listening, um, who are like, "What the fuck is wrong with you all?" Like, we have different identities, and I think it's just yeah. important to respect that because it's not just. I guess if you're, to your point, Kendall, if you're not, if you're non-straight, I mean, we're going to have different, and I have straight friends who are in straight relationships and who have been either kissed a girl yeah. or, you know, have had lesbian or gay affairs, and it's like, What's okay. That's Q question, yeah. So I mean, you're, just... you identify as straight, but you, I mean, if you weren't married, maybe you would identify, maybe you'd live 90% of your life straight, yeah. but then,
2: I don't know, it's just, I, I, I think it comes down, uh, everybody ultimately wants to be seen and acknowledged for what they are. Nobody wants to be marginalized. Nobody wants to be, you know, you know, talked down to. I think it's, you know, like, so that's where it comes from. But at the same time, it's just like,
0: and these, label I mean, a lot. these labels are helpful for, for the people that are like, am I alone in this world? Am I a freak? Like, what's wrong with exactly. me? And then you're like, oh yes. no, there's a whole community, which is the, then
2: I mean, we, to define what you are. Society,
0: like will shit on the internet all the time, but I mean, it, that's there's
2: a some- thing too. <laughs> Shitting on the internet. That's another letter. Uh, there's some, yes.
0: uh, <laughs> there, there are some, well, that's a fetish. That's different. <laughs> Fetishes are different than I, I think sexuality. Right. Um, uh, or no, no, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Like, well, now you just guys confused me, because I was I was about to button this up, and I'm like,
1: hey. yeah, it's a it's a fetish, which is different.
0: Different.
2: Yeah, those are fantasy. It's a sexual fantasy preference. Pre- well, no, you can't say preference.
1: Well, for a for a, fetish. But
2: I think it would be a a, an fetish? interest. An interest. Uh, uh, okay, an interest. Yeah,
0: it's a fantasy too. I mean, I think yeah. there's something. I mean, not every fetish you have is something you do it that every time. Yeah. yeah. So, what
1: well, did y'all hear about that guy who came out of the closet at 89? And then when he was 91, he got a boyfriend who's in his 30s and he's really cute. What?
2: I Good for him. But as a, I mean, that's a, that's some beyond daddy issue. That's like grandpappy issues. I don't like. Well, I hope it's not because he has money. I hope not. But I mean, like, I guess that's where it falls into like, you know, you just, the person. a, D's a D. Oh, yeah, a person. He's just a person. It's 91. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's about right
1: not the scat part or maybe it is i don't know
0: you don't know what i got how i got him into the bed
2: 91 that's I'm good sorry, for, I him, a but for him got a poopy diaper for that's 60 it years you're old i mean that's like speaking of fetishes that's like you're old enough to be your grandchild i mean like that's more than a grandchild that's, that's a great it be great i mean yeah because i'm thinking my mom is 69 Hello. <laughs> That's a fetish. <laughs> just <laughs> oh
0: my gosh! <laughs> On the scale, <laughs> uh, Emma Cornyn. Corn. I say Cornyn. Corin, corn, yeah. uh,
2: Non-binary uh, actress. Came out as queer. Yep, from The Crown. The, from the first one. Did y'all
1: watch the most recent season uh, of The Crown? I've never seen The Crown.
2: Oh my god, I never binged it all season. this this summer. I binged it all. I started watching it like when it first came out, and I was like, oh, it's kind of slow because it's British. And so, but then this season, this summer, yeah, I was we like,
0: have a good contingency of British listeners here. So. I know.
2: Well, and that's why I'm giving them their due because okay. even though they're buttoned up and. It's it is a you have to you have to watch it. You can't be doing other things. I thought it was good. It's very. Good. She plays uh, Princess Di in the latest. Yeah, and like in like from the late seventies to the earlyish eighties. The yes, birth of from, the birth of
1: from when William she and Charles met, mm-hmm. got married until probably William was a toddler. Yeah, um, so did a great job. Like I think she won a yeah. Golden Globe. But, she,
2: I mean, looks the part first of all, and yeah. like it at, and. Axe, from what I remember from those eras. I mean, just very. Mm-hmm. And now
0: she's hiding her golden globes? Well, she. Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's a Will and Grace. <laughs> On Instagram, she <laughs> showed
1: a picture of her NSF. binding and, and chest binding um, with like a caption that said the first time making a, re- a reference to the first time she bought binding, mm-hmm. chest bindings. And then she what, changed. What chest binding. Chest binding is what something. Um, Generally, a. Trans man Trans men do. will bind their breasts So that they're not visible Make it flatter
0: As opposed to getting
2: them removed Or before yes. getting them before removed or, Yeah, as, yeah.
1: Um, One time I Speaking of The first time I came across that Only oh. time really I was, I was getting ready I like for I this.
0: noticed your boots got smaller but well, I, was I thought it was just no more Diet Coke but 19
1: <laughs> we were drinking and playing um, Truth or Dare and they, they said, well, y'all
0: go make out in the...
1: No, go. Oh, my God. I don't want to say the this no. It's like a seven minutes late.
0: kind of thing. You're live on...
1: You're I don't want to say you. it. Anyway, we went in a room. And then she, because she was living as a woman. And I didn't understand chest binding or anything. We had to go to a room that involved her taking her top off and unbinding herself.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And I just had that flashback. That's it. She
0: was living as a woman.
1: No, it was, well, she had not yet transitioned, but she was starting, because a lot she of times... Was
0: a, but she was transitioning to a man. Yes. Okay. Fascinating. This wasn't the woman with two vaginas.
1: Two? No.
0: Okay. I don't... You don't tell that story anymore. I used to love to... I'm like, you I'm a deep think. dive listener. I've never be, heard of that story. It used to be one of your top stories, your go-to. That and stop sign,
2: but... That would, I mean, that would be a good <laughs> go-to story.
0: For another time, for the after hours podcast, <laughs> getting, anyway. I'm getting that look that he's like, I didn't, I didn't authorize you to talk about this. Uh, yep, yeah. <laughs> it um, wasn't in the contract. It's
2: interesting though with her because her her pronouns she's updated are she they, which, yeah, which is I don't understand not it. he, which would go. I mean, not to I mean because again, as we just got done talking, there's a spectrum. So it's 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 just interesting that you would be. Typically like you said That would be more of a She would come out as a he they Or she he Or they or and there They there Or but now So it's very interesting to see But it could just be part of her journey I mean it could be You know like Most people come out as bi Before they're gay You know it could just be Part of her their journey As what they're doing now So Or, or it could just be I about well, yep, There's gonna be another letter
0: That's what they
2: are Something we don't know about yet Which is fine by me But Well good for them Emma mm-hmm.
0: I love the crown on, Oh god i didn't i've it's never okay. seen
2: that you need to it's now's time to watch because this next season is gonna be the good season
0: i know i just got sucked into the last season of uh handmaid's Tale, and i'm behind in that i can't it's uh, it's, it's a good season
1: it's good i'm kind of like wrap it up
0: the last one i don't think there's gonna be i i don't know if i want to see a fourth season Or wait this i think is there's, a two uh, there's two more there's two more than this I don't know, the ending to this last one was like, this is It was kind of like, uh, if you ever watched The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. they got to a point, and I haven't seen the episode, The Walking Dead, since season six, and it was kind of oh, like, okay. everyone keeps dying. Like, okay, this yeah. is- Yeah, Game so, of Thrones, too. Yeah, this Game is, of Thrones. This yeah. is
2: highbrow. I'm currently binging Real Housewives of Atlanta.
0: Right, okay, there you
2: go. <laughs> you would like Handmaid's Tale. I, I, I watched the first season, I loved it, oh, okay. and yeah. then I've not watched any it, but I did go to school with What's-Her-Face. That's my kind Alexis Bledel, Alexis Biddell, yes. Oh, yeah. Which was, was my, um, I don't know. When did you go? Because I. I it I, was I, elementary school. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I was like
0: uh, a. a Wait, which grade grade one is girl that? girl I knew in college, uh, she, when she would always say, Oh,
2: we knew Alexis
0: Biddell. Uh she was the one who got her, uh, she was a lesbian handmade, yeah. got her, uh, like, vagina. Oh,
2: okay. Uh, she was also in uh, Mad Men. She's married She's to Vincent Houston. Kartheiser. Yes. Mm hmm. Went to school with me In middle school And then went to Duchenne and She was nice mm-hmm. She went to Quiet. Duchenne I thought mm-hmm. she
0: went to St. Agnes
2: Maybe it was St. Agnes was One of those I girls' schools. I don't yeah, know Yeah that's where
0: A friend that I knew Back in it the could day. be. It could be a thing, but but that, I don't know That is our, our vet Oh okay um, Yeah so uh, Yes that's uh, We went from hand, <laughs> We went from That's my to to
2: I mean you have to talk About the handmade style right I mean that's that's pretty. Gay I need show. to watch. I know Brad keeps telling me to get that. I need to.
0: Um, things they didn't have in the Handmaid's Tale was a good yeah. drag show, uh, and uh, you guys heard that story.
2: Yeah, that was kind from of, DC. Oh my Yeah, gosh. what happened? First of They're, all, you got to start with a name. I can't. I can't. I, I can't hear it. Enough.
1: Well, there was a gay bar. <laughs> Sorry. Chris. Where a drag queen named Kabuki Bukaki. <laughs> oh
0: I didn't realize this was in DC. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you know? Yes. I mean, do you mm-hmm. remember this? Did we ever see this queen while we were whilst we no. were there?
1: No, but we were there six years ago. Oh, my gosh. Six or seven normal, years ago. We 2014?
0: We moved in two thousand seven Seven years. Yeah. Holy shit.
1: Um, but she, Kabuki bukaki during the performance, <laughs> pulled up a straight woman onto the stage mm-hmm. and started twerking on her and dancing on her. Which Did is I, all a, a tense I mean, nowadays. that's. And the lady said eventually said that she performed oral or simulated, simulated oral sex on her. Yeah. And the kabuki was like, no, I just tripped and fell
2: into your lap. It was an accident. But then she got the... Which the, is the,
0: what, but I mean, that's what happens. But even that,
2: show. that's very, I mean, no offense. I would have not, that's... that's what The you fact expect that it a, wasn't done on purpose was more surprising than the fact that it...
0: That's what you expect at a drag show. You well, do. so
2: the lady
1: left the bar and called the cops for sexual assault. Assault, which is a big word, which causes
2: them to come out... So she the, quickly
1: they came and arrested her, and she was in jail for two days. Oh, the drag queen, the drag mm-hmm. queen, was in jail for two days. Well, what she um, did, her charges I... were dropped. But dang, we've all been to a I mean, drag show where they do stuff like that. Then
0: don't sit in the front row.
1: Why did you go to a drag show?
0: Well, yeah, they put their head in between your crotch. Like they, you sit down. They spread your legs. They put their, they do like a headstand in your, in your like a strip, like a strip. They, we like, don't even
1: know if Kabuki Bukaki did that. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I'm
0: sure there's video footage oh, I'm somewhere
2: sure. somebody somebody's out there with their phone
0: but even still like i don't know i mean in the world of like hashtag me too but don't go a...
2: into a gay bar go I to a
0: drag show that's what and it, call yeah. the
1: cops on someone's performance you went up there if no one kidnapped you to go up on stage two I...
0: days in jail so here's the shit there's the shit here and released right? with no charges. you get in jail two nights right mm-hmm. so this means you're not in the drunk tank you or you're in a, like, yeah you are because i i know this from experience Ooh. you you get thrown in like we'll get that after the vagina story you get uniform you get in a cell you're with the rest of the the criminal
2: like i don't mean this in a bad way but you're with other people people that are there for doing something wrong
0: look obviously you did something wrong or in this case this person was not bukaki was not (laughs) convicted of anything so um but i mean so there you are with people who are maybe like hardened criminals yeah hardened criminals and and then the fact that
2: like most of these queens i'm guessing if like it's like a lips or like that's like two nights of work i mean that's a lot of money you know i mean so you got to look at it that way too i was what i was thinking is like yeah that's two nights of tips and works yeah yeah. exactly so who knows i mean aside from that i mean that's a lot of income that that person has now suffered nothing that
1: was alleged seems like sexual assault you might have been uncomfortable it's not illegal to make some money uncomfortable
2: but then you I mean I I feel I can't imagine somebody going to a drag show and being so naive that that would have surprised them
0: well I would say nowadays that's the case because the most of again most of the audience at least my experience here mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Houston at uh, hamburger that's Mary's that's what Brad said yeah is
2: it's white girls yeah 99% well, when Brad and I went to that that um Bachelor that drag parties, show so. in Atlanta a lot of them were just i mean and which is fine i'm not calling but like it was a lot of and it's you know, white girls there for birthdays or and it's not even speckled like if there's parties.
0: A, if there's a man in there it's not speckled with a gay like one of us like yeah it's yeah. queen it's speckled with one of those girls like Mm-hmm. Boyfriends, exactly. straight dude who doesn't want to be there. Yeah, uh, I mean maybe he does, which is why he's there. Mm-hmm. But because uh, the other nine boyfriends didn't show up, so why did that one? But so, <laughs> I I guess my my point is, like, uh, for you to say, well, you know, they they should know better. I'm like, I, I think they don't know better. They just think it's a. All they see on RuPaul's Drag Race. That was the
2: other part of it. Is like, yeah, has RuPaul's Drag Race watered down drag? Which I mean, that's a conversation Brad and I, because he's you know obviously been out a lot longer than I have, and he's he remembers Drag Race back when it was like season one, two, like when it was queens that were like from the street. You know, now you've get these people that's professional, and they've grown up watching it, and so it's a different, a different you know crowd of people applying. So it's a different brand that they have you know they've already there, they're established they're successful so it's just i mean but obviously they think that it's more of a an act rather than a experience i feel
0: well i mean old school drag right and i don't even know like i can't even claim to know it that well but it was more it was more raunch it was campy it yeah. was sexual mm-hmm. it was in your face and now that's what it's, yeah that's what it seems a bit more fun but just it was fun then. Which is what happens. I mean, that's a,
1: what happens with appropriation. I think it depends on the venue. Yes. If well, you're going to Hamburger Mary's, that's Chili's. Yeah, you're not going to drag queens your face. make fun of Hamburger Mary's. Right. Um, you're sitting around eating.
0: Well, because everything's a Britney Spears song, or you know, something that the, that something the straight like the, the mainstream crowd that's there can relate. Yeah, to. Yeah. What right? kind of place was this? It's not some that. like B side track of a Madonna mm-hmm. album from 1980, or you know, it's a restaurant. Yeah. Or some local artist that they're jamming to. It is, uh, yeah, it's a restaurant, and it's a it's a was it, what do they call those? The dinner theater shows. Yeah,
2: dinner. Yeah. Well, let's see. This place was let's see. I'm trying to do. do, do, do. I mean,
0: maybe we're not all there because uh, Dupont
2: yeah. Circle Underground is the name of the place. I've never been there. No, that wasn't so, there when we went. Dupont Circle Underground. But
0: Dupont Circle is the gay area of town. Oh, used to be when we first moved there, and then it was like Logan Circle. Because it wasn't at that point it was started like, being gay. You could you could do. You didn't have to be underground. I mean, pun intended. Like mm-hmm. you could you could be out traipsing around Logan Circle and go to brunch and it was fun and people weren't going to call you the f word.
1: Well, you can still be gay there. It's just their gay bars are dying, like oh, every other DC. city. Oh, DC is very gay. Yeah, really? but they've
2: lost a lot of their gay bars. Yeah, I'm looking at it's like JRs and a citizen-driven Cobble. urban Cobble. initiative that is responding to the need strengthen strengthening expansion the city's created. hello.
0: Well, uh, I'm glad she so she was arrested, but but no charges. Good. Yeah, no charge. Oh, yeah, as good. soon
2: as they issued, as as soon as she was released, there were no charges. I mean, but at the same time, it's the well, whole. Should there be charges against the woman that alleged that? You I have... think so. Yeah, I mean, I I think the drag queen. <laughs> they said six cop cars showed up. Well, that's... and and like they, but like the article that you sent said, like then it perpetuates the idea of people driving by. Oh, there's a. A gay bar with cops outside so then it's the whole it's not just this one incident it's the whole image that something going on there is wrong something going on there is illegal something going on there needs to be you know brought down a notch and so i mean it's the whole image that you know well there's
1: a huge group still to this day of gays that were like i don't want gay marriage i don't want that straight lifestyle mm-hmm. i don't need it and watch if you if you get same-sex marriage, and I don't agree with this, but there are a lot of gays that say, that "If so you get same-sex marriage, <laughs> if you start, um, if you start trying to be accepted, we're going to turn into their Disney versions of what they want us to be." It's the same like this whole conversation of should there be any kink, yeah. at mm-hmm. Pride.
2: Well, I mean, even just like what we talked about earlier, like the trans are because trans are the least, you know, like now it's okay to be gay. Everybody wants a gay friend. It's okay as long as it's. But that's why we got to come after the ones that are more, yeah. the more hedonistic, the the worst ones then. Because it's okay to be gay, but you do it over there and it's fun because I watch it on TV. But We'll tell you how we're to exactly. be gay. Yeah.
0: So we're losing our gay bars. Apparently we're losing our porn sites too.
2: X tube <gasps> is gone. Oh, that's okay. That's not my favorite. Gone. I'm okay. That's shutting it, down. But you
1: know why I think it's shutting down? Why? I didn't read the article. I just saw the headline. But a lot of, because... <laughs> So many um, of this those sites have such... Here. They have, like, rape videos and pedophilia and... Oh, oh okay. So well, I'm not into that, obviously. they're shutting down because they don't want to be held liable. And a lot of those videos, the people that are in them don't even know they're on them. After a purge of unverified uploads. Because it's, like, hidden cams and stuff.
0: I also feel like with OnlyFans, like, you don't... I mean, although you have to pay for that, so... You have to pay for
2: that. So, I mean, I think I think when you wait I mean, then you waive some of your your rights to I mean because you're putting it out there for money
0: yeah well I mean you're doing I guess you're doing it pro Unless,
2: yeah
1: I don't know well the republicans will probably try to make porn illegal too
0: they've tried that Mm-hmm. didn't work porn is here forever Woo! <laughs> Just not on X. No, know what else is here for your here? <laughs> business. Business. Uh, yes. Uh, are you are you a business owner looking to make connections? Are you looking to make connections? They're going to hate I say this. Um, and helping to grow your business, uh, join the Greater Houston LGBT Chamber of Commerce. The chamber plays an important role for LGBTQ plus and allied businesses in the Greater Houston area. But you know what? You probably have a local LGBT chamber uh, in your area, and there's also the National Gay and Lesbian uh, Chamber of Commerce in GLCC that you may be interested in joining. If you're an LGBTQ-owned business, the chamber can help you get certified as an LGBTBE-certified Business, which puts you in a position to be a prime candidate as a diverse supplier for government contracts and government contractors. Find out more information about joining the Greater Houston LGBT Chamber of Commerce at HoustonLGBTChamber.com. Are we ready for a slang, slang bang? bang? Slang bang! Slang Woo-hoo. bang!
1: Okay. This week's Gay Slang of the Week okay. is... SESBIAN.
2: Spelled. Spell it. V I A N. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, where's my buzzer? So that's someone who says that they have been with a woman in college, but it was just experimental, and now they're straight. Close. Oh, damn it.
0: She says she's a lesbian, but she's not. Correct. So well, I'm hell, lesbian, that was too easy.
1: <laughs> someone, A woman who says she's bi or lesbian, but in fact, she's only with men.
2: Why is she doing it, then, just for the clout? I actually
1: believe that. I think that's common.
2: Oh, I think. I bet a lot of people are. You sound like a straight person now. I'm like, oh, you're just saying that to get attention.
1: <laughs> yeah, there are some.
2: I, I bet there are some that, or if they're not f- misrepresenting, they're embellishing it, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm different on the spectrum than I say I am or I say I'm different on this spectrum than I really am because I want a little bit more clout.
1: Or they think another woman's attractive but it doesn't mean yeah, sexually mm-hmm. but they say they're You could be sexually undying. attracted
0: to them but you
2: probably wouldn't you do it, yeah. Engage
0: True. in the activity. Cesbian. there's are Cesbian. Cesbian. Cesbian.
2: Well, I am. Okay. Well, I was half. I always get them halfway one day. Well, get it all the way up. I okay. <laughs>
0: Get on up. Speaking of get on up, let's go between the covers with Dusty. Between Hello. the covers, this week we're going to talk about The Gunkle by Stephen cool.
2: Rowley. Rowley, yes. I was attracted to this book, first of all, because it was billed as like a gay anti-mame. And I love mame. Rosalind Russell and, and even the, the version with uh, Lucille. Oh, I
1: have not seen that. But
2: Shut I've seen clips. I need oh to watch it. Oh my god. So you had Rosalind Russell initiated it on uh, Broadway, the thing. Because it's based on a real book about this, uh, I forget his name, and he wrote about when he went to go live with his aunt, who, you know, his parents died, and he, you know, she was this flamboyant, free-loving, and, and then, you know, and that was, it was a book, and then Mame was based on that, and then Rosalind Russell in, uh, started the role of Mame, and then she was on in Auntie Mame, I think Mae or Mame, uh, in the movie, and then later on there was another version with uh, Lucille Ball. But, um, so this book it was built as a gay anti main and so I was in it to win it, because I love me some Rosalind Russell. So we've got, we've got this character named Patrick, and he is a former, he, maybe about five, ten years ago, he was on a show, and he was, um, like the, one of the stars of the show. he was a big name, and he has since retired from that position after the show went off, and he lives in Palm Springs, which, by the way, I did not know how fucking hot it is in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Like, Hot, like not like Houston hot, like in the 112s, and yeah. that's normal. Like, that's ridiculous. It's a dry heat, so your balls don't sweat. I don't, I, I, my balls sweat when it's hot. It does not matter the humidity rate. I'm sorry, I, Brad, I'm sorry. It, it's, it's true. I don't, I understand the difference between dry and wet heat, but. If it's hot, it's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. It does not matter to me. Anywho, so we've got Patrick, and basically, he um, is this famous out gay star, and his best friend from college, who ended up marrying his brother, she has died from cancer. And um, after a long battle from cancer, and um, his the dad ended up, as she died, came out and was like, he needs to seek treatment for substance abuse, for like, pills abuse, because it was difficult living with her you know and he was taking her medicine so he needs someone to watch their two children Maisie and Grant and he's got another sister and then he's got um his brother Patrick who was his wife's best friend you know she was the hag or fairy or whatever you want to call her whatever's politically correct because there's a letter for that probably. I don't think any of those terms are politically I there's correct a let- there's a letter under an umbrella somewhere and so fruit fly he, exactly so he ends up that was the other one I was talking about so um he ends up like taking it because he's this, you know, he's probably our age and his
0: what is our age? Cuz I feel like you identify as younger. N-
2: well, I'm in the middle here. I'm in the middle. I'm the I'm the meat in the age sandwich here at the table, Hello. so. Um I so I he's he's in his late 30s, 40s, you know, early 40s and he's the single gay guy that's living his life, having fun in Palm Springs, that kind of thing and he agrees to take in these two kids that are his niece and nephew that he does not know very well for like 90 days while his brother is in rehab. And during that How old are these kids? Um six and seven. Like six like six and eight or something, yeah. <clears throat> I know. That's why <clears throat> part of the reason why I brought this up. So and it is a it is a great summer beach read because obviously if like the movie May, it's happy. He's he says he take he wears caftans, he drinks cocktails in the afternoon, he does you know, he's got a maid, he's and so he takes these kids and they're obviously dealing with the death of their mother and their father is in rehab that they don't know they just know he's somewhere and he's their fun gunkle which is a term that some people you know obviously it stands for gay uncle that's like the terminal it's and it's becoming a big kind of i don't know it's more prevalent now badge yeah. of honor now like, oh, yeah. like the gunkle. It's, yeah it's yeah so it's and so he became he's, <laughs> he's their gay uncle patrick so um, he actually call they initially call him Gup for Gay Uncle Patrick, Gay Uncle Patrick. And so he just takes them under his wing and it's very much Mame where he just, they're in Palm Springs and he has parties and it's Christmas in July because they're celebrating Christmas and they're drinking cocktails and they're in the pool and it's, And come to find out he is still suffering from the loss of, like, his lover, his boyfriend, his partner, whatever you want to call him, a couple years ago in a car accident. And so he's kind of—that's why he's kind of backed down from the public eye or whatever. And so it's those—it's that happy feel-good Hallmark movie where I was about to say, we've seen this. Yes, where he helps them deal with the death of their mother, who was his best friend, and and he feels like he lost her, too, because— they were super close in college and then she fell in love with his brother. So then he became, she became, you know, his sister-in-law. She, no longer was she his best friend, but you know, she, and so, you know, times changed and she became a mother and, and so they come to terms together and he ends up bringing him closer to his, his brother and his kids. And it was just, it's such a good, happy story. It just makes me, I was like, I've seen this like, this version of
0: Kate Hudson or Drew Barrymore.
2: It actually has been bought as a movie i believe so it is it is going oh, to be I made gonna... i don't know yet i let's not name. let's cast it i am thinking it could be like well i want to say matthew mcconaughey but he's a little too old and a little to be too the uncle? straight yes
0: hmm, we need a game in I'm, thinking, on, I'm thinking i'm thinking the Ither. best
2: is um my friend robbie says the best would be um what's his face uh levy oh would be the because it that's his vibe uh daniel levy Dan- Right, Dan, Dan Levy. Yeah, Dan from Levy from Shit's Creek, because oh, that's the vibe okay. that Patrick has—is that very, like, open, not fluid, but like he wears these big uh, caftans. He drink, you know, he's very that. He's very flamboyant, very much that. It so could be uh, Eric I, Stone Street. like I'm glad oh, not, he, not uh, him, What like is he, it? He, the um, Jesse you know, Tyler
0: Ferguson,
1: the other one. Je- Jesse Tyler Ferguson, like Cam Cameron, Cameron. Yes, Jesse it Tyler could, Ferguson.
0: Yeah. No, that's the redhead. Eric's not. You're right. Oh, Eric. Oh, why him? He's not. He's not gay.
1: No, Eric Stone Street is... But that's the persona, kind him. of. Who's Jesse Tyler Ferguson? He's the redhead.
0: He's the, the redhead that's know, really the, gay. He's Cam. The no, husband. he's uh, Mitch.
2: No, oh, hell, I don't know anymore. Now I'm so confused. We talked about so many gay people. I Billy Eichner? No, come on. Let's give it... He's an out gay actor. He, I was saying that in Jess,
0: and now I'm kind of like advocating for him. I'm like, what are they going to do? Pa- <laughs> cast Billy Eichner? Because he's the only gay actor out there. But uh, as long as I think not, Daniel
1: Levy, as long as there's a nude scene, as long as it's not
0: like there, Shania no, Jackson there's or no pati- Matt Bomer,
2: I I mean I, I love do, those guys, but I, I like, do like me some or Cheyenne Neil Jackson. Patrick I oh. Harris. <laughs> I <laughs> I I I know you're. I mean, but I'd you love know, me some gay actors. But, but the problem is, is you have They're friendly. They're 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 comfortable for the white women, for the straight white women, is the mm-hmm. Neil Patrick Harris and the. But that's why I say Daniel you're Levy because he's all James Exactly. There is Daniel Levy because he's got that very like the effeminate but not too effeminate, not too but so it's like that vibe. But it's that Oh, shame
0: she, on us though. We all just name white actors who I know. people
2: But sadly, but that's because that's what we're exposed to. I mean yeah. I can't think of anybody else that is on the really porter? He would be great if he were younger. Yes, I mean, like if he not to be ageist, ageist, but not, but but but, but that would be yeah. a good a good a good in the in the vein of Billy Porter. If, well, who else though? Like, but that's nothing. There's nobody that's that age that's younger. But it's very. <gasps>
1: oh, what about that guy um, who played the gay iceberg on SNL? <laughs> I know you're
0: talking He about, would be but good. Um, he'd be really bon Yang <laughs> Yeah, we've talked about him yeah, on this
2: podcast. It, it has to be somebody that's flamboyant but not over the top because that's it's like mame it's like that's what i love it because like if we bowen
0: would be good uh let's start the campaign so
2: it's i don't know who it is but stephen Rally and his husband is an author also but he um he's very he was just in puerto vallarta he's very active on instagram but it's it's a good it's a good book because it's very it's it's not too deep but it's deep (laughs) you know it's just right and it's it's like the hallmark, but it's happy, and it's, it's it's I loved it because it's an easy read. It's fun. It's a good summer read. Well, now is that, that s-
1: X tube's gone, all we have are books. Is that's that's deep s- books.
2: sad,
0: though. I can't. We can't think of any other actors besides like. I, mean, this I be- think
2: it is, but I think, like I said, it speaks for. I mean, that's who we.
1: Well, if you're a minority, let's say there's, t- there are already a lot less gays and straights. And mm-hmm. there are a lot less. You're narrowing um, it down to minorities small, than than white people. So well, it's like a minority within a minority. So you're not going to be yeah. able to spout off twenty like you can the white gays. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest the the white gays are more like you were saying palatable to a wide. They're they're going to bring it. They're going to
2: bring in the which is the straight women thinking, and their husbands who are going to watch it with them. Which I, it's, it's I will, wrong. It's wrong. I will wrong. say this: Bianca Del Rio. Uh,
0: so the on Paramount. They mm-hmm. uh they just released some bad 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 parody of
1: oh Brady Bunch Brady
0: Bunch oh yeah <laughs> Bianca Rio probably the best one on that on that show she's she, a professional she played a mean not a mean like a good uh, good Carol Brady That's she's smart, a right?
1: professional but she started in theater yeah she mm-hmm. looked like Carol
0: Brady I mean her I yes was like, I saw that I'm like you look I was telling Spence I'm like she she looks good she looks you like know a, who
1: else was in that. She, i know her as sonique when she was on her yes season. Uh-huh. but she's now sonique. she goes by uh-huh. kylie and she's on all stars mm-hmm. six this season i don't know where i'm
2: behind i'm only watched the one episode I've, i know i gotta
1: she get... just performed danced with miley cyrus she was on the brady bunch remake she's having a moment that... oh oh i've got
2: one sorry this is horrible that sounds bad but um the host of Mario Lopez, Canada's Come Drag on. Race. He's not gay. Oh. The host of Canada's oh. Drag Race. What's his face? You should be ashamed. Really? Um, oh, you know who I'm the talking about. The guy
0: he was on. Uh, he's, he's got not three a drag th- queen? He's got three names. No, he's not the host anymore. Ta- but
1: uh, oh, oh, the one that only did one season.
2: Well, they've all did well, all they only. All- Stacy God. left also Canada.
0: Uh, what's his name? Drag.
2: Oh. He was on. AHS, I had never heard of American Horror Story too. I love him. Well, he was uh, Jeffrey Bauer Chapman. Jeffrey Bauer. He Chapman. was in that other movie that's really good that's on Shutter. But he could he would be a good one because yeah. it's very he's very it has to be somebody like that he seems kind of boring though. Well, I think that's why he was ousted from, Canvas Driver.
0: Well, you
2: know what? The search goes on. I mean, we'll we'll let the producers <laughs> it's, know. It is a good book. It's it's feel it's it's one of those books. Sadly, it's it would meet like.
1: Let us know who should do it. White
2: women would be happy with it because it is, it's a happy feel good book, but it's, but it brings this whole, I liked it because it brings this whole, the gunkle, this like other realm of like the community. Like this, you know, everybody's got, you know, a gay family member. This is, you know, somebody that's not gay. They're not going to necessarily get married, have kids, but they're there to bring that. And so that's kind of what it is. Like they're bringing that aspect into this family. So I like it because it's not, and it wasn't a story about somebody coming out. It wasn't a story about. It wasn't sad. It was. So it was just ninety days, or did they like? Did it was ninety to, days, and okay. then the dad comes like back. Rehab, but huh? They it it, well, it was rehab. Yeah, and but it was it was emotional rehab. Oh, I've never been to Palm Springs. Desperate to go. I don't. I wanted to go until I found it was like 112 hundred twelve degrees, and I can, I can't do that shit.
0: You're a gunkle, Kendall. Like, how does that
2: put on your <sighs> my little geeses
1: and geffus or. Are... <laughs> Visiting at the end of this month.
2: You?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I mean, I mean, yes. We're visiting. So what sort of gay stuff are you going to introduce them to? Cocktails and drag races.
2: Oh, I can't show them X-Tube because it'll be gone by that'll then. It'll be gone. You'll have to go to Pornhub or what is that? Hampst- what? Baking. Nail uh, polish. Oh, I thought That's we were talking what we do. about porn names. Um, <laughs> I was still thinking about porn sites. Sorry, Kabuki, but... Bukkake.
0: <laughs> drag queens. Oh. That's what we do to my nephew's.
2: Hey, check out this drag show. <laughs> like, you're not TV. a gunkle
1: are you? Because you're a only child.
2: I am not. No, I am only. No, it would be by formerly married. So no. Oh, okay. Not. I know I'm an only child. i spoiled rotten. It's very sad. I'm a gad. Ooh, is that a oh, thing? Okay. Can I start a thing? That, I'm gonna look at gad. Sounds like something like you're thinking like, of gonads. Th- I, I, that's fine. Splashed with
0: me on your chest after a. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> are you? From, <laughs> that's again. That's a fetish again. Yes. So it's for some people. You're a daddy.
0: Are you a business owner looking to make connections and help your business grow? Join the greater Houston... We already talked about that once. God dang it. Our economy works... Owner is going to be really mad. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. Need help with marketing? Hire a freelancer. Need help with building a website? Hire a freelancer. If you need help with benchmarking and analysis, hire a freelancer. Economy Works believes in the power of connection and wants to connect you with its talent network. The talent network has over 1,000 years of experience in growing in HR, marketing, IT, accounting, and other specialties. Economy Works. When we work, the economy works. You can find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. All right, Dusty. Well, thank you for taking thank us you. between the spurious. covers.
2: I loved it. It was a good reading. That was a uh, for for read. for my Pride Reads.
0: <clears throat> we we love a good gunkle as part of the Gunkle network here. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, so Another I want to talk jungle. about I wish jungle. there there are people <laughs> sleeping in this uh in this house otherwise I would be I would try to give you my best Richard Simmons impersonation because have you what, when you think about Richard Simmons, what do you think? Afros, and short, short shorts, shorts.
1: yeah, short shorts,
0: tank tops, a little bit. Yeah, okay, I tank go tops take that time. basically almost. I actually weren't. feel
1: sorry for him because he was made fun of in the entire 80s, like he was
0: 90s, 2000s, 2010s. Yeah. No. but they
1: would
2: invite him on and everybody would laugh on it at him. But he, he was likable at the same time. But
0: he was actually, I mean, I so in, in I feel I
2: want to feel he got in on the joke and was like rode the money part of the joke in but well, i still I think hope. it hurt him yeah oh, i'm and, sure i'm and sure and there's that,
0: no i mean there I are it. several points where he 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 makes throughout like interviews um when they're serious because he doesn't have too many serious interviews because most of the time he's like <laughs> <laughs> he he talks about being like the court jester he's like when the the king is sad he doesn't call his wife he doesn't call the cook he calls the, the court jester with a pointy hat and he's like and i'm the court court gesture and i'm that person and there are some times when he would say it like that's just part of his spiel and there were other times when he would say it and you could tell he would like he had to pause you yeah. and say i'm that court gesture like he would get emotional about it because he's he realized and I, those those kind of long pauses where it happened i'd say within the last 10 years at least the interviews that i saw like he wasn't necessarily saying that in the early days he would say it and he would be like yeah I'm the court gesture like I'm the court gesture of fitness and everyone loves me but in the last 10 years I think he you see the interviews where he pauses and gets emotional about saying and I'm I'm the court gesture uh, which is 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 sad because I mean i remember him clearly throughout my whole because he 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 gets big in the Mm -hmm. like late 70s 80s 90s and that's basically my formative years and i honestly i was scared of him now i (laughs) i look back and I I, well because he was gay he was very flamboyantly Mm -hmm. gay and while i didn't necessarily struggle the same way that maybe you did or you did Mm dust you did kendall or you did dusty like i i did feel like there was a and I obviously I didn't act like Richard Simmons, but it was you know, it was like, Well, he's gay. You know, like you've said this before, like, oh that person's gay. Well then next You have to avoid g- them. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it was one of those things that I was like, Who oh, this guy's he was intense. And now I look at him, I mean I was when he was with in I would say friendly fire, like he there were a couple episodes where he I interviews I saw where he was like with Rosie O'Donnell who was obviously I think new she was she was going through her own stuff, so it was it seemed fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when he was on like with David Letterman and Howard Stern, it was like, okay, he's the butt. Yeah, of the they job. were making
1: fun of him. Yeah. Yes, and he were on a lot.
0: Yeah, all the time he was on there. But so Richard Simmons, the fitness guru, the TV personality, he's turning seventy three this week. Uh, wow um you know we know him for his passion enthusiasm being the fitness guru but also the court jester I, he is so i mean when he was on he had the energy of he reminded me a bit of robin williams right The okay. I can that, yeah. he reminded me of a drag queen in terms of the comedy like he was sassy he was flirty he was in your face he was quick and and uh he had that that wit and snap to him uh, but also the 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 passion of a fitness guru so he was all of those combined and if you know a fitness guru whether it be a yoga instructor a spin instructor any fitness instructor mm-hmm. they're like in it right I mean if you know anyone who's in those communities they they're they're involved they are passionate about what they do and they believe that what they're doing whether it be, spin instructing uh whether it be bodybuilding like that is like this is the way of life This the the through this activity you are enlightened and i think he he definitely bought into that um not so much that you would be like whoa you're on another planet but he he definitely um he was on another planet because of his energy but he definitely bought into what he he believed in what he was doing um he impacted the lives of millions of people and helped uh, them to lose oh combined like he he he's quoting three million pounds that he wow. helped shed over the course of his career. His philosophy was like one number one love yourself number two lower your calories and watch your portions and three move your bones um so or move those buns rather move those mm. buns so he was he but he recognized and in, in I'll talk about it in a little bit that. You have to love yourself. You have to have confidence in who you are in order to to make progress. In order to, if you are uh, ha- desiring to lose weight, you have to have confidence in yourself. Otherwise, none of this is going to work. Part of it is again because of his childhood. He was born on July 12, nineteen forty-eight, in New Orleans. Uh, oh, okay, more, I did not he, know that. He said he lived on uh, nine twenty-six St. Louis Street. I saw that because he was there was a video clip within the last 10 years where people, they were uh, in Hollywood, they were doing a tour of like celebrity Mm -hmm. homes. And so this tour bus is like going by his home. Of course they're like, Oh, there's Richard Simmons home. He steps out of his house and dressed in a good, (laughs) he wasn't in the tank top and short shorts, but he was dressed in a very nice white thing. But he was like, get out of the bus. Let's take pictures. And he was taking selfies with everyone and directing who should take pictures and how they should smile in Hollywood outside of his home. Uh, and uh, he was like, there was one family. who was like, "Oh, we're from New Orleans." He's like, "Oh, I'm from 926 St. Louis Street." And so, um, so yeah, he he was born to Leonard Douglas Simmons and Shirley May Simmons. Um, he was a hustler. He sold pralines and, and uh, pralines, pralines. Pralines.
1: That's okay. the controversy of Louisiana. It's uh, I call it pralines,
2: but I say praline. Just a lot like, of people call it pralines. What do you say? The mountains that start with A P P.
1: Appalachian. I say App. You say Appalachian. Appalachian is the correct term. I'm the controversy is here on Let's I mean, Talk I mean, About You. It's, it's, it's
0: Praline. Pralines on New Orleans street corners. So they, <laughs> you, they, wait, do
1: you say Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean. Okay, me too. Wow.
0: Well, <laughs> he was selling Pralines, on, well, pralines on, the, on the streets of New Orleans. Like he was working hard at, ever since he was a kid, which informs kind of what he was, all that energy he has as as an adult and what we know him. As but he said as a kid he had this compulsion for food. Fried oysters, I'm gonna make you He's hungry, hungry. Ooh. Po- fried oyster poy boys, crispy okay. fried chicken, okay. mashed potatoes, crawfish etouffee, He grew up to, he grew to two hundred and sixty eight pounds. He's a five foot seven man. Wow. He was a big man. That's shorter than me. Uh but uh he tried all sorts of things to lose weight when he was younger. He um his parents tried to bribe him. They're like, "Okay, well if you don't do this, then we'll give you some money." That didn't work. Um he they he was sent to a diet doctor that would put him on a 500 calorie uh per day diet. What? Um, yeah, basically, he was eating vegetables Jeez and, and he, that didn't work either. Uh, he'd wind up going home or sneaking away and eating a pound of bologna. Uh, he's, yeah. He said he just didn't know how to stop. He's like, he felt guilty then because he couldn't stop. He, like, his parents were trying to help him lose weight and he wasn't losing the weight. So I'm mad. I'm disappointing my parents because of that and I'm also disappointing them because they're trying to help me yeah. and I'm not doing that um, so eventually he reverted to or, or kind of wound, went down the path of some extreme weight loss measures. so he's using diet pills he said there was a, a uh, kid at his, uh, at his school whose mom was going through uh, trying to lose weight and she had diet pills and so he was kind of getting some diet pills from that kid's mom he started using laxatives 30, 30 pills a day I don't know. That's that seems like a lot like of intense. I don't that's, know. I've never used a laxative, but it seems like that's an intense amount of laxatives.
2: That laxative. seems a lot of, <laughs> I mean, that's that's a lot of That seems potty like a whole time. pack of like laxatives. That just seems like a lot of potty time it seems
0: like it would burn your butthole um (laughs) he learned how to throw up he said he would throw up three or four times a day he was starving himself on lettuce and water for two and a half months eventually with that diet he lost 137 pounds but he said he almost died uh he ended up in the hospital and, and there he was diagnosed being anorexic bulimic and he said he was really lost um until he kind of finally found his groove someone came to him and said you know do you want to live or do you want to die and that's why he kind of from that moment he says it was a pivotal moment he also went to his first like exercise class and he was like wow that changed my world because there was some dance to it um, and from there on he's like what he does now he doesn't call it a diet program because the word die is in the that word diet he calls it his livit programs is what he which is what he sells uh he started to look at por- portions which he had never done he was like oh and so he developed this like this card system he's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah. there are so many carbs or, or breads or fruits or vegetables you have per day so i'm gonna take the which was inspired by this children's book he wrote so i'm gonna take the i'm gonna take these cards i'm only allowed to have four vegetables a day, for example, or two breads. He's like, so whenever I have them, I'm gonna slide them over to like, I've already done this. And so when I'm out of cards of like bread cards or fruits and vegetable cards, I'm not gonna have them anymore. Um, so that's how he started to lose weight. And he like, you talk about Howard Stern and David Letterman, they all made fun of him for these these cards he would carry around to like help him maintain his weight. Um, and so and he called it that was what do you call this deal a meal program in um, and, uh, and so finally in 1973 after like going through all this in New Orleans he moved to Los Angeles and he told his parents he's like I'm gonna open up an exercise studio and he was really looking for an exercise stu- because he was th- what inspired this was like he was looking for an exercise studio that catered to people like himself that were out of shape most of the exercise studios at the time the gyms that were open were for people who were already fit he's like the people that are overweight, uh, whether they be obese or overweight, they want to lose weight. And so how do we how do we cater a gym experience to them? Uh, so in 1974 he found uh, founded what was later what is today known as Slimmons, although this gym is closed. Um, and he kept that gym open till, from 1974 until 2013. Uh, and it was intended to teach classes to overweight, obese seniors, and physically challenged people. And, you know, that's what spurred kind of everything else that he, he was known to do. He would, he would hustle in Los Angeles. He was trying to open this gym. He was uh, teaching fitness classes in, in, in malls. And it was through all this that he was uh, discovered by an executive at ABC. They're like, you're that guy that jumps up and down, right? <laughs> um, and he's like, I want you to be on General Hospital. And so he was on General Hospital what? for four years. Yes. He, they were like, there's an over, there's a character, the overweight girl, and this mom who's also overweight, and you're going to help them lose weight on national TV. <gasps> and so he would teach That's aerobic bad. classes, which you think about the 80s, the tights mm-hmm. and the socks and all that. He was teaching all these women uh, aerobics, which if you go back and look at any of those episodes he was on, you can find them on YouTube. It's Real Housewives. Like, I mean, you're talking about right? <laughs> the this, this shade that like yeah. that's going uh-huh. on between these women characters because uh, he's teaching opera. all women on these soap operas. It's just it's comical. But then and it's comical because it's this over dramatic mm-hmm. like 1980s acting. It's it, it is the the precursor to Real Housewives. It's yeah. just like, oh. So, I can't even remember some of these jokes. They were just so bad, like the shade that was being thrown. And then, up. and then for this, like Richard Simmons, like burst onto the scene and be like, "Hey everybody, we're gonna do these like exercises." It's it's really funny. Um, but what happened is like his role on there and trying to help these women lose weight. He got a ton of la- uh, fan letters. He said that at one point he was getting these fan letters. He's like, he walked into his his dressing room. He's like, I had like thousands of fan letters he told the actress who played laura of luke and laura like this Uh, famous yes he's like oh i think you these fan letters like you have to come into my dressing room and pull these fan letters because they've been they got put in my my dressing room she's like those are all yours and so he he was just getting a ton of fan letters people just like identifying like with these characters of like, oh, you're helping them lose weight. Can you help me? Like, I can relate to that. Like, I, they were so invested, like, in these women who were struggling with uh, losing weight and how he was helping them. So, uh, this kind of spurred a number of other opportunities for him. He was on. He he also got his uh, own show, the Richard Simmons Show, which was on between 1980 and 1984. It was a talk show where he talked about fitness and health. He won Emmys for this award. I mean, wow. We all say RuPaul was the first like <laughs> host to win gay host to win an Emmy but maybe it was Richard Simmons. Wow. Um but he he went on to like national like exposure. Yeah. Like he would do exercise classes as I mentioned at local shopping malls. He was doing them on the weekends to raise extra money. So on Saturdays and Sundays how he was spending his time like leading fitness classes and shopping malls. Um but what really like I think set him apart was not just his his personality, but he really had a connection with his fans. He said, "You know what he tried, what he put out there was was kind of a first. Like people of all shapes and sizes. You mentioned this earlier. Like he he." he he appealed to the bigger people, um, so people—it wasn't all fit people, you know, weighing hundred yeah. pounds. It was people, and they're you know, two hundred pounds plus that were um, exercising alongside him, uh, and it, they were dancing and working out to music that they all knew. And he, you know, put on these kitschy themes of like dances and proms from like high school that people could relate to, that really made what he was doing entertaining and fun for folks. He said that this was all inspired, though, as when he was a kid and no one wanted to be his friend because he was a fat kid and he was like I was dancing the that's only true. way I Everybody would move he was like I would dance in my room in the dark oh. and there was a mirror he's like and that's what that's where these moves came from and not because he was like a trained fitness guru like he was just a fat kid I mean by his own words uh, dancing in his bedroom and to in the mirror and that's what he that's how he got the moves he did the other thing to your point like uh, you, you just mentioned like with uh, overweight people like no one yeah. really wanted to touch him like he he connected with his fans because he would hug them like he would do all these tours book signings and stuff and he would sit on the table instead of behind the table yeah because he would hug his fans when they came to ask him to sign an autograph or a book he's like no people a lot of people don't hug overweight people and he's like i wanted to be able to do that so he got would get thousands of letters, people would send him progress letters about how they're doing on their fitness journey. Oh. And he he would call 50 to 100 people per day to check wow. on their progress. He had a call list. Every day he would call out people, "Hey Cindy, how are you doing? Are you, you know, are you doing? Are you are you progressing on that plan we talked about? Like are you doing those are you walking those extra 5 minutes yet?" And so every day he would call 50 to 100 people. Wow. Um, Over, again, 3 million pounds that he helped people shed Again, not everyone lost 100, 200 pounds But still, still, people would just reach out to him Like, hey, thank you, Richard, here's what I'm doing Um, Over the course of his his career, he's put out 65 fitness videos He sold over 20 million copies
2: That's a lot of
0: All the DVDs and videos, Sweating to the Oldies Uh Uh-huh, I remember those commercials Dance Your Pants Off Oh my goodness Party Off the Pounds, Disco Sweat
1: and all those are being taken down on X-Tube. <laughs> they
0: are. <laughs> they just, oh, wait, those are different ones. They just zeroed in on a the different big
2: people. That's a different part in your pants. That's a fetish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man's written nine books. <laughs> He's had New York Times bestsellers, Never Say Diet. He's written an autobiography, Still Hungry After All These Years. Three cookbooks. I mean, that's a freaking career from a kid who didn't grow Shit. up with a lot of confidence in New Orleans. He, when he, like, back when he was in his groove, he would travel 200 days per year. Bus. Club. Another club. <laughs> no another sleep. club. No, no sleep. sleep. No, no sleep. <laughs> And there was a different kind of club. It was like a fitness club. That's what he was oh, going to. Oh, those kinds of clubs. hustling though, Doring. like a, like a Joan. I mean, to me, when I think about like yeah. the eighties, I think about Joan Rivers. I think about Richard Simmons. Madonna. Like these are the like the and I think about probably Joan Rivers and Richard Simmons in the same way. Like these caricatures. Yeah, the, yeah. Different than a Madonna mm-hmm. or Michael Jackson or a Tina Turner of the eighties, 80s, 80s, 60s. loud like personalities. Um, always on TV, QVC, talk shows. He was on the Today Show, Ellen, Letterman, Howard Stern, all the time. He really got like excited about one call i mean he was always excited about fitness and that's what he would go on and if you mm-hmm. ever saw him on these talk shows like he would come out just yelling hey <laughs> he would goes run straight to the crowd how are you doing get up and like get Aww. up everybody and he would just run up and down like before ellen was dancing down the the, uh, yeah. the aisles i mean that's what richard simmons was doing really got so passionate about uh, no child left behind in, Okay. Um, in 2008, he testified in front of Congress. So think about it. He was actually in a suit, wow. wasn't in the oh. thing, but it still had his hair. And if you watch, <laughs> you can you can see this this clip on YouTube where he gives a very impassioned speech about the importance of non-competitive physical activity for kids. Because he's like, yeah. most of the funding is for sports. And he's uh-huh. like, not everyone can throw a ball and not everyone can run a mile. And, and he's like, we need to pay attention to kids. We need kids to be active because if they're active, they gain confidence and they're moving and they can wow. do better in school. He's like, but if you you just focus all the money on like football and these sorts of things. He's like, that's not, that's not so a winning people. solution. Yeah. He's like, and, and he, he was, he talks about how he went on like he went on all these talk shows but with purpose yes he was selling his products his videos and QVC items but he also would say go to my website and on his website he had a four page questionnaire which he got 60,000 responses to his questionnaire which he got a feel for what people were thinking about fitness Uh, and so he used this as his like ammunition to talk to Congress and say we need to do something different and he also told the people who filled out those questionnaires like go talk to your Congress people go talk to your presidential candidates you're looking for like um, physical education yeah. is important. He's like not everyone is an, a jock, and it's important that we have our health. And so he advocated for a program where teachers will go go will and, and, and teach cardio and strength training and stretching. He's like these are the main pillars that kids need. And he said he, he at the point like I was watching this, and I was like, is this guy gonna run for office? And he's like <laughs> maybe I'll run for office one day. This was in 2008, so he has yet to run for office. Um, but he, he was looking out, he said he told Congress, he was looking out for the kids that cannot throw a ball or run a mile. And he doesn't want, he was like, he was getting emotional. He's he saying he doesn't want children, a child to have his childhood that he had, which was taken away from him. He said very passionately because you know, he, he felt he wasn't good enough. He's like, now I'm good enough. He's like, now I have enough self-esteem. He's like, I want kids to have that. And so he's like, the wow. way they do that is by, physical activity and he he was very inspired by music he's like if you put music on people will move to it that's true And, and, and so all you have to do is put music that people know let them move let them and then they will get they'll feel good about it they'll move about and they will gain some confidence um but so that's the kind of the legacy he he led of course you know, if you remember a couple of years ago, there was this big conspiracy. Um, yeah. Before there was Free uh-huh. Britney, there was... was free, yeah,
2: because he a- was being held hostage by a housekeeper or something. So or? the rumor
0: went. He had been, like, he publicly hasn't really been seen since 2014. Uh, in 2015, in January, he responded because uh, people were concerned. Like, this is what the rumors started coming because he'd cut off basically all contact with friends and family. Um people said he was held okay. hostage that he was under witchcraft uh, maybe he was going under gender reassignment surgery and so finally he decided in 2015 to come out and a, and a couple of not come out as anything but to, to respond to come these the uh, these, <laughs> these uh, accusations uh, so he did a couple of interviews one with the today show and he said look no one is holding me in my house hostage uh, I do what I've always done I take walks I, dr- I take drives I work out um, he said, yes. And you know, the rumors about his housekeeper mm-hmm. keeping him hostage. He's like, I have a housekeeper named Teresa. We've been together over, over 30 years. We're almost like husband and wife. Uh, but no, no one, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, so the people that are worrying about me, he said, let them know that Richard is fine. And, ha- you know, you haven't seen the last of them. Um, He says the reason he's he kind of stepped out of the, all of the limelight was he's been, he's been a career that spanned I mean, that's, 40 yeah, years, traveled yeah. 200 days a year. He's like he wanted to be a loner for a bit. And he hurt his knee, had to have knee replacement. And the other knee was starting to give him trouble, which, hey, as an older gent who's having knee problems, I can relate to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i wonder if he gained the weight and he's ashamed
0: well in one of the interviews he's like i'm still fit. i have 150 oh, pounds wonder. but i i do i mean you have to think like if you i mean you guys don't have the same context that i do because these videos that i watch are fresh. like running out of like you know yeah. we pull the curtain back on the johnny carton on the tonight shows like and he's running out like in full force not like yeah, a casual just, jog yeah. he's running out and he's like hey I'm like yeah. Say hello. He's like, get up. Like the cheerleader, like the person you want before a show starts, that's what he's yeah. doing. Like He's the hype but guy. But if he's, if
2: he's kind of slowing down just by age, it's going yeah. like to it damage his image. And, and he's
0: been on his – I mean, you think about it, physical activity, like constantly jumping up and down. like That's going to wear on your knees, right? And so if that's your personality where you're running out, you are the life. And he he's said, look, I've had – I mean, he's been – I mean, he admitted to being anorexic and bulimic and having weight issues and just uh, – a um, uh, uh, self-esteem issues. Like he's been on our ultimate roller coaster, and so, and, and he says, like, look, yeah, I do, I'm, I'm fine, but survival is always a constant when you're made fun of as a kid. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, yes. this is, I'm going, yeah, I'm going through some stuff. He's like, he, he never said I'm depressed because people were asked, are you depressed? What's going on? He's like, look, I look, I've been through a lot, and yeah, I just need some alone time, and so. But he also said, I mean, people mm-hmm. would say, um, "Do you have a lot of close personal friends?" He's like, "I don't have a lot to give to any one or two people. I have a lot to give to a lot of people." So mm. he was a showman, right? He so he, I mean, by his own definition, by his own uh, admission, he wasn't. He didn't allow himself to have a lots of well, yeah, personal relationships
1: that big personality is a distraction a lot of times. Like yeah. when you when you feel. What did you say at the beginning to where he has to always be happy
0: mm-hmm.
1: and always act like, you know, be great, on, yeah. it's great, loud, and funny, and everything. always be on and be the court jester? Entertain,
2: yeah. That's dressing. I mean, that's stressful. And then when do you stop that? Well, and but, how do you, yeah, what kind of relationship is that okay to be that way in? Or when can you have somebody else that takes over that? Or you have to be that in every relationship you have. You know, are you the...
0: I listened to, while I was doing the research, I listened to a new song by uh, Billie Eilish called NDA. And she's like, oh, I had a boy over, but I had to have him sign an NDA. And I started thinking about Richard Simmons, and I'm like, oh, if he had someone over, does that mean... like He would be the epitome of someone who would like, okay, I need you to sign an NDA, which is actually a sad
1: way of living. Well, there's something called toxic positivity that I believe in. To where you feel like you have to Mm -hmm. come at everything with a positive, positive, optimistic, optimistic. And that's just not realistic. Sometimes you have to just admit things suck right now. Yeah. Yeah. Or this is not a good situation. But if you, it's a form of denial, denialism, if you're always, always positive. Yeah. It sounds like he built up that image to protect himself, too. Well, he he was,
0: I mean, he grew up being bullied. He made fun of as a kid because of his weight and because he didn't Who wasn't a jock, and so yeah, he built up this he like he found some confidence in himself, and he's like i'm just not gonna i'm gonna put up these walls, and I'm not gonna let anyone else tear me down and you know. Why are we talking about him? Like he has not come out publicly, right? Okay. Um, and yes, he's been hidden. Although we saw a resurgence of his image uh, on YouTube in 2020, mm-hmm. some videos re- released yes. because of, um, he's like, okay, COVID's like this is co- mm-hmm. We're all in COVID and lockdown. I will release some content. It was dated content, uh, just to provide <laughs> some like like people need to work out, need need to move. They need some inspiration, and I'm gonna put some content on YouTube. But we haven't seen any live. Uh, interviews from him in quite some time but you know he is like I said he's not out um, but I think it was important to talk about him as a topic because he as I mentioned earlier when, when I was younger he was the epitome mm-hmm. of what you thought a gay man yeah would be. yeah, yeah exactly. he was in in the his words a sissy um, he was cheeky he was flamboyant and uh, whether he's gay or not, most people just assume he's gay he is, yeah and of, yeah. most of the community at the time that was growing up in the 80s and 90s were like oh shit that's what they think i am like you know mm-hmm. what i mean there was so mm-hmm. he he was he was something that was scary but maybe inspiring i feel like there're not a lot of gay people that look at richard simmons and be like oh he's a gay icon Considering though what he did, like he, it was out there. Yeah,
2: because I think at the time he was the stereotype that nobody wanted to be. Like that was the the you know the loud, you know, in your face, flamboyant. I mean, that was kind of at that time that was the opposite of how you wanted to come off. I
0: don't know. Like, what did you think? I mean, is that what your thoughts were? I mean, I've always thought he
2: was. I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, I always thought he was, but I. But if, what
0: did it do to? You? I mean, because you talked about like Rodney Wilson. We interviewed him, right? And you said you saw him on TV, and like that stirred emotions. Like, because I, I, I mean, I sure I was I uncomfortable
1: if I was in a room with people and Richard Simmons came on because he was in mm-hmm. on every talk show
0: he was on all at the one time point, many many times rosie ellen tonight's show good morning america any straight
1: person in the room would laugh at him and yeah. there's a difference between yeah. laughing with and laughing yeah at.
2: that's kind of how i it's a, a weird feeling because like at one time you want to be like oh that's cool because here's somebody on the tv that's clearly shares these this preference that i do but at the same time it's uncomfortable because who all is you know like you said are you laughing at him with him is he the joke or is he an inspiration and so you don't kind of know he was how invited on to be laughed at yeah I I totally agree yeah how was sat yes
0: Howard and David definitely and Letterman they Howard Stern David Letterman definitely made him the butt of every joke yeah. oh you're greasy oh you're that oh of course you suck of course you you do this like oh why are you trying to kiss me like oh where have you been your breath mm-hmm. smells like this like it was it was. And he was in on it, like he was in on the joke. But again, sadly, as I said, when he would talk about being the court gesture, he would get emotional sometimes, like people call up the court jester, and that's me. And I, th- I feel like there's another, that's another component. Yes, maybe his knee and health, like if that's all your thing is fitness and you can't do yeah. fitness, then that's going to hurt your, your, yeah, you're going to have to, yeah, your esteem, back. right? Right. Um, it, you have to pull back, but that's, if that's what you, that's who you are, mm-hmm. the fitness guru, the court jester, fitness guru, and you can't jump up and down, that's going to hurt and impact yeah. your ability. Like why? And he's such like a persona person. I could see where I'm like, I can't go out. Like people are going to laugh. Like, yes, they laughed at me, but then I was controlled that joke of, I, yeah, I would be cheeky. You like you it, would yeah. tell me I'm gay and I would like try to kiss you. And so therefore like I was in on the joke, yeah. even though I knew I was the joke. Right. But now you're like, oh, you're you're feeble like. Well, he's
1: uh, and always struggled with mental health. Mm-hmm. If you're obese and you're taking thirty laxatives a day and you're there's something anorexic yeah. and bulimic and you're set, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, he admits that. Then I mean, you're struggling.
0: I yes, and so and then you've built this thing up. Like I finally found my groove, and then like all of a sudden, you're like you're literally your knees have been cut out from from, from you, yeah. right? So, uh, that's a, a a struggle, but. You know so again, not out, but he's had some controversies within the l g b t q community as well- in two thousand and eight at a Super Bowl commercial, there was a bridgestone tire commercial, and the the driver of these of this car is like racing down and trying to show the the dexterity and the the durability of these of these tires and so they see alice cooper who <laughs> who uh you know from the band yeah. um, that big kiss. <laughs> Avoids him. There's a raccoon. I think he avoids him. But then, like, he sees Richard Simmons saying, "And one, and two, come on, girls, we can do it," and being very flamboyant. Yeah. And then you hear the like the pressing of the gas to like almost ex- like, accelerate yeah. to like hit him. Ultimately, the car doesn't hit him. But the LGBTQ community, particularly Glad, was like, "This was not an appropriate. This was Why? homophobic because you're you." Yeah. Oh, we can't He's hit the, target, the, the, the rock. Yeah. The rock god. We can't hit the animal. But the 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 queer sissy. We can like yeah. we can press the gas and make fun of like almost hitting him. Like haha. And so glad um, the media, the LGBT media organization was like, no, this is inappropriate. And so um, and of course the the commercial that Bridgestone was like. Uh, you know what we didn't hit him you know Richard Simmons and he's not out of the closet he's not out of the closet he knew what he and he also knew what he was doing so um, you know there's no harm no foul but uh, you know it caused some controversy and then in 2016 I mentioned earlier because he's been under out, out of out of the public spotlight, uh, some uh, uh, National Enquirer and such those types of magazines were like, "Oh, he's going under gender reassignment surgery," mm. um, and so he he filed a lawsuit and said, "Hey, uh, this yeah. is this is defamation," and so you know you're saying I'm trans and I'm not, and then the court said. No. Uh you 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 can't claim like being accused of being trans is not something that's defamatory. And so uh it, or it's not defamation. That's probably the better way to say it. Um and so and so he lost that lawsuit. But and so that stirs some emotions like what's yeah. so wrong with being trans? Richard Simmons, that you have to sue. That you have to and find that offensive, yeah. And that's yeah. What, basically what the court said. Like, there's nothing wrong with being trans, so you can't say just because someone called you trans is... is that's it's an offense, happened. yeah. Yep. It's
2: a uh, derogatory term, yeah. You know. um,
0: and, and, like, he... The only thing he has said, really, about the LGBTQ community, besides some cheeky jokes when he was on with Letterman or Howard Stern and other... Ellen and Rosie O'Donnell was like... Um, in 2016, he released a statement about about all the controversy of him being accused of being trans um, is around the time of the Pulse massacre as well. He said, we should not lose focus on showing love, strength and compassion to all the LGBTQ community during these tragic times. My broken heart and healing thoughts were, are with the people of Orlando and the, all the other victims of prejudice and bigotry because he, he preceded that uh, comment though saying mm-hmm. a lot of things have been said falsely about me and the tabloids. So, and he, then he paired it with this you know sympathy towards the victims of the Orlando pulse shooting but he, he again he's never been out but I feel like I felt like it was appropriate to talk about him much like, again cuz again queen latifa was one of those people that came out and we were like well yeah
1: we don't been
2: new no. we don't.
0: so like if richard simmons came out it wouldn't be news no it I <sighs> or what it? Like what's a, I mean I wanted to talk him about him because I wanted to like have the, a little bit of this conversation like what do you do about these people? I mean, we've talked about James Buchanan, we've talked about Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, we've talked about other we talked about the the general who died on the Titanic, like the right hand man to Roosevelt and Taft. Right um, and so these these folks
2: I don't
1: think they need to come out. It's no one is obligated. No, or I don't should be pressured into or expected to come out.
2: And I think it's, it's one of those situations, if he comes out or if he doesn't, it's not going to change his impact on health or his impact on childhood obesity. or You know, like, like, would it add an aspect or another another branch he can reach to? Yes, but it's not going to change the positives that he's done. Like it's and that might be where he's at, too. Like, what's the point now? Because, I mean, it's just going to distract from what he's done. And what he stands for, but I mean, and he might be out. There were a lot of celebrities that were out. And yeah, the public didn't know it. Yeah, I mean, he Rosie could be O'Donnell out to his, and Ellen included. Yeah, he could be out to like his friends. His, co- I mean, to him, but, out but, could there, be. I mean, I, I, granted,
0: I didn't go to page eleven on the Google search, but I didn't see anyone. <laughs> Who said yeah he's out Like I feel like there's other people There's no rumors of him being out You know what I mean yeah. Everyone just assumes he's gay But, there's but the
1: whole point of that we're striving towards Is that it shouldn't matter if you're gay or not And yeah. you shouldn't have to be out Because everybody out should is, have uh, to come out It doesn't right. matter who you Straight want to be Straight people aren't yeah. out they're just,
2: they're just Assumed dating to be, someone know? Yeah Mhm.
0: Well, and we've said too, like there's a lot during pride just because you're not out invisible doesn't mean you should have yeah. any shame, so I mean,
2: that's why I wanted to also talk about him because he doesn't have to be out, but I mean, yeah, mama. well, and he might not want to detract too from his maybe he feels that that's not his his mission his his the hill he's gonna die on maybe he feels like that would distract from he's all about fitness he's all about helping these people become love yourself, and maybe he feels like his sexuality is not part of that journey for him or from his followers. I mean,
0: but so what do you do? So granted I came out 27, 28, you were in your teens, Kendall, Mm. uh, dusty. I look at you like, I mean, if people kind were like old. saying, hey, because you came out later. Yeah. So uh, as an adult, as a, working in the professional mm-hmm. world, you had a family. And if people were going to your wife or your kids or your coworkers, were like, come on. you don't know who you I think, think
2: it's important. I think everybody should. But like you said, I mean, it's just, it's such a personal thing. You can't say, yes, you should. I mean, I think. I mean, are we wrong to like talk about Richard Simmons
0: as a, even though he's not, not. We I don't know. So. We are wrong to do that. I don't think it should be a topic. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's. I think it's <laughs> awkward. I, I, no. I, again, I, I go back to even if he's not out, I think he he stirred enough. I think he was
1: Created the conversation because he's so flamboyant. Because yeah, yeah,
0: people assumed he was gay. Like the, the, whether he's gay or not, there is enough angst about his. Therefore, he's been treated like he was gay. He was and we're all bucketed as gay people where you're bucketed with the Richard Simmons of the world. Bucket. That's Bucket. different. Like, I loved a buck. Uh, well, uh, wait, he might hold be, on, hold on. let <laughs> I,
2: I, interrupted I feel, I feel that like, I see what Kendall says. Whereas like, you shouldn't have, like it shouldn't, but I think, I don't think anybody should be forced to come out because having been coming out on your own is one thing. Being outed as speaking from that aspect is a totally different thing. But I think it's. I feel like at some point it becomes a non-issue. Like maybe he feels like everybody thinks I am, and so it's it to I, that I, point. Like, well, that's why I am because I'm. You say I'm out, so I'm out. That's it part of you know, the too.
0: Like there are enough people that have come out. Like, uh, how was it? How did you not know I was gay? Like, yeah, I,
2: like well, I, I was obviously. Yeah, there will even be some things. I'll be talking which, about this, and Brad will be like. Wait, you, you watch this show and nobody asked you this? And you are you did this when you were twelve and nobody thought anything? And I'm and I'd be like, I know. And so I mean I guess maybe to him I I guess it depends on what out means to the well, individual. I'm
1: uncomfortable telling somebody what their sexuality is because we're we talked at the beginning of the podcast demisexual mm. and abrosexual mm-hmm. and scope. Maybe he's something we don't know. This huge alphabet long line of letters that we're identifying with, he might be something mm-hmm. he might identify something that's beyond LGBT. He or might, that we don't. Yeah. yeah, he might not know. And he also, a lot of people that were overweight are very uncomfortable with their sexuality, so they don't deal with it. They can't True. see themselves in a sex, sexual situation. Honestly, yeah. they, I think he may yeah. be
0: asexual. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know. I mean, because he's never been known known to date anyone. he's never, yeah he's like, never a, there's yeah. never been any rumors like michael jackson there were rumors all these other people that have been later outed there have been rumors about who who they're john travolta for example right oh he's <laughs> but there's nothing on richard simmons
2: no there's yeah he's never yeah he's been
0: cheeky like i said with like i watched some. you watched some david letterman he's like oh kiss me and there's a, like oh he's like oh it's only a matter they always say no until they do until they in say that yes. sense, it's almost like,
2: like he's it's it's now – it's not a joke or a, like a uh, – but it's almost like it's – that's who he is. Like not being out or being questioned, he's a big question mark. That's his identity.
0: Well, and there was another segment with uh, Howard Stern where he was – what's the – Howard Stern's sidekick? What's her Robin. name? Robin. Oh, Robin. Right. Like yeah. Robin's like, oh my gosh, he's in between my legs. And Howard Stern's like – what does that mean? Like he's like, let him be between your legs. So what's he gonna do? He needs a road map, and there's no like it. It's yeah. again to the point that like he's part of the joke. Again, I I qualify Which is demoralizing. all. I, mm-hmm. I qualify all mm-hmm. of this that he's not publicly out, right? But I feel like if he came out, we would be like, well, duh. Yeah. And then it's like, why yeah. did he have to say he was? At, he would be one who's like, of course. I I feel like he would be one who, who would say what part of everything I did over the last 40 years, did you not, did, did yeah. you not know that I was gay? when like, do you why do I have say to it make first, that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in, in one instance, we're like, oh yeah, why should someone have to declare that? I also don't know if he is. I don't know wh- where he falls on the spectrum. I do know that as someone who was working through their sexuality as a kid in their 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. that is something that he was someone that I'm like, oh, that's a gay man. Yeah. I don't know. Like, again, I don't know if he's a gay man, but I think most of people and if for those people who are following him who are like oh my gosh he didn't like even if he's not like the the fact that you could not fathom like he could be a gay man maybe that's me stereotyping our community but i'm like oh, come on
2: yeah he's yeah i think but i mean at, at the same time i mean i see i see the middle i like as Kendall being the other one and like at the same time Like are we trying to do we Do we need to know is it our person is it Mm. our It's not it's none of my fucking business What he is and like and like when do We as a society say It's none of my fucking business What you are I mean if he's Over there sleeping with goats or people Or men or women exactly And so like just because you Fit the stereotype of what We assume homosexual to be Or what we assume this sexual to be or whatever do you owe it to us why why does it how am i special that you need to tell me who you are right as long as you're okay and i think maybe that's a power he holds maybe he feels like you know like i think I'm, it's brilliant yeah i mean like he he doesn't need to because who who cares what he's doing because he's he doesn't give a shit. I mean he's he's happy clearly for this many years and whether he's whatever, I think. I mean, so I mean, it's almost kind of like that. I the argument okay. of like, does it matter? Like, should you come out as like, like, do any of my? I have three kids. Should one of them come up to me and say, "Hey, I'm straight." I mean, it, should that be a thing they need to do, or do they? But need to But does that me-
0: mean? Because he's never come out. We couldn't talk about him on this podcast. Exactly, which is kind yeah, of what you're alluding. To yeah, can,
2: I mean, I'm not saying I'm not trying to,
0: but you said we we shouldn't have brought him up as a topic.
1: Um. Well, if the uh, if it's from a place of he's never said he's gay, but obviously he's gay. Then I don't think we should have.
0: I don't, I, that's the thing. I I don't want to say he's obviously gay. That's why I I presented it in the way like he's never come out. Mm -hmm. I, I indicated the emotions he stirred in me as a kid in the eighties and nineties. Um, I talked about how he has portrayed himself, um, in, in various talk shows and interviews um but I, I like i said i i, I brought him up because i honestly to but me even it was that's one of them-
1: very sad to me though because i have i have used humor before in the past mm-hmm. when i'm out of the closet of okay well they're making fun of me for being gay so let me own it and yeah be part of the joke mm-hmm. and then it, they laugh and then it turns into laughing at me and i'm like it gets away from me and then how do you stop the gay jokes because they know you are the guy that jokes about being gay. Yeah. I don't feel like, I feel like he's been
2: sensitive and insecure his entire life. Yes. it's just, um, I think, yeah, he's, um, it's like, there, but like you said, there've been parts where he's in on the joke and he's okay with it and there's parts where he's uncomfortable with it, but he's already kind of taken that step toward being, he realizes that he's the butt of the joke, but like he doesn't want it. But, but like, where do you and, and that doesn't feel good to be exactly? To no, it, it doesn't, and bite. maybe that's why he's pulled out. Maybe he's he, <laughs> <there's, laughs> the there's, bottom of the joke. There's, there's only, you're I mean, you've got to feel comfortable being in whatever position you are, and maybe that's why he's out of the, the public eye so long because he's just done being, yeah. I think he's he's done exhausted. being, yeah, it, yeah, he's either you know. Avoiding Or putting on this persona Or being this part of the joke Maybe he's just like I just want to Sit in my underwear And eat Cheetos I think he never liked himself I agree I I think there's a lot of I mean not to put that on But I think there's a lot of Trying to It seems like In what Thomas Is that like yeah Like He's also using his journey as like to find himself. Like, what is he? Is he happy being this way? Is he happy being that way? Is he happy being this sexuality? Is he happy being, you know? And so I think maybe he's finding that he needs to be happy with nobody else around him. I mean, I you know, and Just so seeing his and and maybe it exactly maybe his housekeeper, you know, has him chained to a bed, and that's he's cool with that. <laughs> I like again. I
0: I think. I brought him up. I just wanna clarify, I'm not calling him gay. <laughs> I said he's not publicly out. I I I, Kendall, I, I appreciate your feedback because that's exactly kinda what I wanted to spur that question. Like, why are we talking about him? Because he's not gay. But I again I think he's stirred enough there's enough perception yeah. whether he's gay or not there's enough people out there that think he is I gay think, and I think and it, we should explore this complexity.
2: I do. And I think it's that also, I mean like the other side of it's like you almost want him to say it because then you want to be like, as sad as it is, like you almost want him to be yay or nay. So you can use that as like, Hey, look, it meets he's gay and look how many people support him. Like I, it it speaks to the sad. Like we have to know, like, it's nobody's business, but as society, we need to know, you're in the public eye, so I have a right to know because I need to say, you fit this mold or you do this or not. But at the same time, I think we also need, we need somebody in our corner. We look, here's a huge person that is out and happy and he's doing this and look at all these people that love him for being who he is. And I think, so it's that fine line of, where do we own somebody who's in a public eye and where do we let them just shut the hell up and be who they are?
0: Yeah, I, I, it's again we speculate on people. Yeah, it's not fair to say we speculate on people's sexuality, so therefore we should talk about them. But I mean, we've we've talked about people in this podcast. We've talked about what uh, James Buchanan. We talked about uh, Archie Butt. Like mm-hmm. these people were never out, but all I mean, these people have less indicators that point to them being gay than Richard Simmons.
1: I think there are enough people who are out to focus on them. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I just think it's really tricky because um this is a historical record. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're gonna it's be in A, a long I'm podcast. Cool no, I'm just saying when you're putting you put it out there. We've just had a on a let's talk about gay stuff podcast, we've had a We've said this person's out, even though we, never we have said not.
0: It. We've never said he's out,
1: but the insinuation all. is but but I, no,
0: no. But again, I go back to as a cultural reference. People I think, think
2: his, he's, his outness matters less now in 2021 than it does in 1990. In eight in and 1980s, I think that's what it is in I the mean, 1990s.
0: Yeah. yeah, people thought he was gay. Like we, that we was, it's you, it's like the that Ellen was the joke. He was. Mm-hmm. People it's, were making, and so I think it's worthwhile to yeah explore
2: that to talk about him like who is this guy that people everyone like the the mm-hmm. dancing to the, i agree yeah because like, like, like you know like oh look we were supportive of this out and proud gay man in 1984 i, I think it's i think it's more of that whereas supportive
1: or he entertained them because he allowed them to laugh at him yes i mean there's a, yes. a there's i a think i think i think depending upon who but, you are but,
2: it, it's both. It just depends. I mean, sadly, some of people are going to be, he was, yeah, we were making fun of him back in the eighties and we're making fun of him now. And some people are like, yeah, he changed my life then. And that, but maybe, maybe there was somebody that was like, he changed my life.
0: Oh, he changed people's lives. That's why but, I want to talk. But tell like, me.
2: but like when I saw when that changed me, then maybe that opened my eyes to, hey, he is, I think he is gay. He fits this tv's telling me oh he's out and proud and flamboyant he must be gay well maybe gay people aren't that bad i think it's you know maybe he is also outside of the fitness realm open people's mind to what that is you know like it's that whole thing you're like oh i know a gay person you know like that kind of thing when you know like if he did this for me and it changed my life maybe it's not that bad you know I don't know
0: I, I think he was more than the butt of the joke because he, you don't go around no one has a career that lasts that long yeah four decades and we're talking about him here you know without being like some sort of inspiration having and again it's because I what I mentioned like he had a connection with people because he would hug people that most people didn't want to hug he would invest his time and energy in people that so I, I think he has a, a Again, a lasting impact is why again we we talk about him now. But we also talk. I, I wanted to talk about him because it is ambiguous. I'm not I'm not saying he's gay. I, yeah. Again, I've said several times he he's anything, not yeah. out. Uh, I do think he might be part of the community because I do think he may even be asexual, um, even, which we yeah, talked about part as part of, of our yeah, alphabet. I agree. Uh, I don't think he's straight. I don't know that for sure. I I but, would agree with you, but I do think there's a perception that he's part of the community. And I think that's why it's worthwhile exploring him. Like he look even within our community, he's pissed people off. Right. Yeah. Because he was in this tire commercial mm-hmm. and he was, he, and when I was watching the clips, doing their research, Spence was like, gay man being the butt of the jokes, unacceptable. Like, that's not what we do. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's not a, a, unacceptable.
2: But, but, that's, but it's it means that's sad. generational too. I mean, like it's, it's that whole, uh, not that we own him, but like, and this is going to sound horrible, I'm not meaning this, but, like, if you're in the public eye, you you do give up a little bit of yourself. You do give up a little bit of your freedom. So now he is a little bit belonging to pop culture. So in that sense, it's almost like I think people, me being rosy-colored glasses, well-intentioned want to claim him and be like, here's another person that we can look to as a role model. Here's another person we can look to as oh, they're not going to hell because look what they've done. They're a good person. You know, they've helped out millions of people, millions of pounds. And so I think it's one more, one more tally in our corner, one more person on our team. And and that's how I like to look at it. I mean, and I think that's what it is more like. Let's go ahead and call him out for who he is so we can fully make fun of him. Rather, it's more like, let's go ahead and use him for his potential. You know, use him for, he's clearly got this following. Let's go ahead and bring that along as his clout. That's-
0: But I mean dramatic, flamboyant, obsessed it's, with
2: his weight. It's me with an obsessed afro. obsessed with
0: working out.
2: About style.
0: Those aren't all the stereotypes of a gay man. Look at Twitter I these know, days. But... I'm just kidding. I'm not I'm not calling him gay. I'm just saying these are the things. what I'm saying are, are there's a perception out there that thinks he's a gay yeah, man. Yeah, I agree with that. And we should yeah. I thought it was worth talk exploring like his story. Again, not out. But hey, he's turning a mighty uh, seventy. What do we say? Seventy-three years old. So Just
2: isn't even that old. No, younger than the last Mm-mm. two presidents. That's yeah. That's very. Young. I mean, nowadays I'm I want mean. to see him.
0: Honestly, if you want, go and watch his speech to Congress, because that was pretty impassioned. And it was funny too, because he he and he was he was so out there and over the top. I thought it was a great speech. So you should go watch it. Um. Yeah. So that's it. Huh. Richard Simmons. That's fast. That's a good, a good discussion. Maybe gay, maybe not gay. I don't know. Maybe he was born this way.
2: But either way, he's great in short shorts. I mean, anybody can wear short shorts. I mean, good for you. He's got some good legs. Not some those teen eternal good, legs, but game. hey. Well, you know, nobody's got Tina Turner legs. All right. Well, thank you for listening to
0: our podcast and <laughs> kicking with us this week. A special thank you to the guy who keeps our sound a check, Spencer. Yay! Woohoo. You can hear Spencer and Chris, who's a regular on our mm-hmm. show, uh, on our Spoopy podcast, which it talks about murder mysteries, true crimes, and all things scary. And you can hear them do a, our Rupee podcast, which is a Drag Race recap right now. They're recapping All Stars, all Stars. 6. Mm-hmm. Those. RuPaul is on our star six all right Bless good for heart. you um also don't forget to to, don't forget to, to don't forget to subscribe to us on our podcast <laughs> you can visit our website at <laughs> let's talk about gay stuff com and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at let's talk about gay stuff uh, we do daily posts on LGBTQ mm-hmm. history you can follow us on Twitter at talk gay stuff leave us a review tell us what you think go ahead and push those five stars um if you don't want to do it in public, you can send us an email at let's talk about gay stuff at gmail
2: Dusty, where can we find you? I'm on Instagram at just d droshi, just my name, just me, just gotta, d, just just the d, d droshi, <laughs> uh, just d droshi, just d droshi, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And podcast?
2: I do have my queersity podcast. If you're watching, I do not get me started on the new netflix fear street series because i will keep you here for another hour talking about that i have lots of thoughts but go watch it so yeah so
0: your podcast is
2: we can get it's you... called queer street queer yeah. street podcast. because i'm addicted to the fear street
0: all right well that's series. good um yeah we're all part of the listen works network and with that we're here
2: we're queer get used to it meow